This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hello. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Um, lower right half of Ruel's face. How are you doing? <laughs> I am. I am doing okay. I'm gonna see if I can. Uh... Oh, no, that's not, that's not you. That's not you. That's not you. That's me. Remember, <laughs> I rearranged everything when we did the uh, RVR last week, and I just obviously have not rearranged things stuff back. But before we go, folks, please tell me you can see uh, most of Ruel and hear both of us because hey, as yeah. is always the case, we get online 15 minutes early and suddenly audio is not working at all, and I've had to hack a thing together so I can hear him. And um, f- uh, folks, tell me you can hear him too. And that you were able yes. to hear the intro music during the countdown, right? Just wanted to make sure. And if yeah. so... And, oh, go on. And also, friends in chat, let us know how the audio levels are as Yeah, well. definitely, definitely. And uh, I says, will okay. start fixing these okay. things. Uh, Bing confirms music was loud and clear. Thank you, Bing. Okay, good, 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 good. Yeah, I do not know what has gone wrong. Um, all right, let's see. Let's get to the top of that beautifully shaved head. Don't want to miss out on that. Um, Nasgoth says Ruel is quiet, which is normally not the case. I'm really? I'm a loud mouth. Okay. So. Uh, yeah. Second opinion on, um, Hey, let's, 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 let's count to 10. You and me, uh, you take the, uh, even numbers. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten. Wait. Oh. I, Ten. How can I goof that up? All right. Um, confirmation. Ruel is quieter. Let's move him up a scooch. And now okay. we'll just do A then to F. Says, A, A to F. A. B. C. D. E. F. All right. Hopefully that takes care of that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, and meanwhile, we are being raided by the Book of Nerds. 18 encroachers have decided to crash our party. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel great. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the party, pals. (laughs) Hey, uh, Rado, while I, uh, can, can we get, can I get a second? I've got someone ringing my doorbell right now. Oh my gosh, They've sure, sure, sure. Times, so I'll be right back. Uh, yeah, that's the joy of live uh, videos. Hey, Book of Nerds crew, hopefully you had a good show over there. Um, we are getting ready to start our weekly R&R show where Ruel and I uh, talk about various and sundry things. We always start out, let me go on ahead. All right, see. Oh, oh shoot, he's, there he, uh, ah. And um, I, right now, am trying to fix the fact, live, in front of everybody, that uh, his window was off-center. Because I'm not professional enough to fix that stuff ahead of time. Of course not. That would be be a grown-up thing to do. All right, that looks pretty good. Okay. Oh, whoops. And, oh, I see he left that text on screen. Let me remove that text. All right, that looks pretty good. Let me make sure the other things look fine. Yep, that's a good-looking chair I'm talking to. There's our overhead for what we're... Oh, oh, shoot. That's kind of... How did that get off-center? Everything's falling apart. All right, there we go. That's close enough. Oh, we can hear him talking to the UPS man off in the distance. All righty. The browser has failed again as well. Oh, you're back. Okay, uh, emergency. I'm going to lose power for five minutes. That was the power company right outside my door. Jeez Louise. So, 
for five, uh, and within, I don't know, you're, I'm just going to cut out, um, apparently, because our meter went bad, and they're replacing it right, they're going to fix it right now. Well, how, oh. how rude. Wow. Yeah. Don't they know? Aren't they aware of the award-winning show you're a part of? Every So you're just literally... I I told the guy, don't you know who I am? (laughs) We're going to change the meter. (laughs) And and he said, "Uh, no, I don't recognize you with the beard shaved. Exactly. So you're just going to disappear suddenly. Hmm? Hmm? What's that? You're just going to disappear all of a sudden when when you're powerful. So we'll just keep going until then. While you have a chance, say hello to the nice people. I'm still trying to get all our, our images lined up. Yeah, thanks for uh, joining us today. This is the live R&R pre-show here on Twitch, folks. As you know, if you're joining us right now, you're probably a regular. But if you're new to the show, what we're doing here is we're going to record the R&R show. Uh, this week's topic is the top 10 uh, games that we found on uh, crowdfunding, Kickstarter, and or GameFound. And before the we record, we do this pre-show where we hang out, talk with the viewers, answer questions. There's a bunch of cool things you can do here on Twitch. Did you know that if you're an Amazon Prime subscriber, you get a free uh, Twitch subscription, and if you subscribe to this channel, folks, you get all kinds of goodies. Indeed. So, yeah, look at the info there. I'm going to disappear at any second. Hey, before you do, if you get a chance, I do not Uh want to fix all these little side windows, so can you adjust yourself to center yourself here, and then I'll fix the main big window. I will just... And while you're doing that, I will fix our broken, busted browser link. Do, do, do... All right. Uh, give so, me uh, do and then give me this. this back. Where is the wheel of all right? Uh, core feature chat. No, there we there we go. Boom. All right, done. How's that? So I just myself in OBS. Ooh, that works. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 That'll do. Cool. That'll do. And they haven't killed you yet. Okay. Oh, but now I got to fix the main window again. Okay. Hey, folks. Uh, this is not the show. This is the pre-show, as it says <laughs> at the bottom of the screen. So we do not in any way, shape, or form promise any sort of quality per, um, content at this point. Because we're still yeah. just trying to get our ducks in a row. And one of us yeah. is going to disappear in a second, which is... I am going to vanish for five the, minutes, according to... Right, uh, that's what he said. Okay, company. so that shouldn't be too... T- ah, don't know why Ruel says goodbye when I say hello. <laughs> you say yes, I say No. You say start, and I say go, go, go. Go, yes. Oh, um, no. <laughs> yet again, the nothing but the latest hits for y'all yes, exactly. uh, music fans. <laughs> oh, that is that has got to be my top three Beatles songs. I love Obla, or not. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, Obla Di yeah. Obla Di, yeah. yeah, yeah. Have we done a top three Beatles song? I feel song? like we have. Didn't Didn't that happen? I, I could have sworn we did. I think... I'm pretty sure we we both agreed on, um, what was it? Um, uh, oh, the, the big one. Um, uh, Day in the Life? I can't remember the name. Day in life. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think I and I had the odd one. Oh, and he's gone, folks. And now here's the question: Do I just leave him looking like that? Should I put a pole up? That is not the most flattering pose, I have to say. Um, and armor sword says no. Ruel, come back. No. Uh, don't worry, folks. Five minutes, he'll be back. Five minutes. You just gotta roll with me. Let's go on ahead and put him down there, and we'll leave him up there so that we know when he actually comes back. And uh, I'll just uh, spend a little bit of time working the crowd, doing my magic. Well, that's really kind of more Ruel's gig. So, first of all, let's see. Um, th- thank you to Book of Nerds for the raid. Thank you to Dare Drinker for the resub. Thank you. Um, to uh, Games of Fire for subscribing. Oh, I, that might have been in the last episode we did a few days ago. Oh, I see requests for Ruel's ranks, this or that, and top threes are coming in hot and um, heavy, which we'll try to do all that, folks. I mean, 
Do I need to give you... I mean, everybody here knows how Twitch works. I don't have to explain how channel points work and all that, so I, I won't go into that. I will just go back through the chat, and I will look for interesting topics. Uh, folks, give me a topic to talk about. Start the clock, says... All right, where are all my friends hanging out? Okay. Um, oh, Forest of Glass asked a question. I'll answer it right now. Uh, Forest of Glass wonders, how is Jen's Ukrainian glass effort going? It was way more successful than Jen had any expectation. In fact, I even have a picture. Where is my picture? Where are um, uh, images? Nope, that's the wrong picture. There they are. Look at them. Look at all those little cutie patooties. Uh, Jen ended up getting over 400 of them ordered, if I recall correctly. Was it close to 500? And if I recall correctly, she is uh, making, I think, for every one of these she makes, she is donating $27 to Care.org. And uh, she's already done some, and she just heard today that there's some kind of quadruple. And so, I mean, it's, it's going to be even bigger than we thought before. What is uh, 400 times 27? So yeah, that is over $10,000 Jen has raised for the people of Ukraine over the last few weeks. Although, uh, you know, thanks to all of you. Um, and Jen has definitely been a victim of her success because uh, this is like more orders than she does in a year normally. I mean, she, you know, she'll get on average three, four orders a week kind of a thing. So um, she has just been burning the midnight oil, working incredibly hard. I mean, this was a picture she took after um, a day of making 50. And this was the 50 she made the next day. She just posed them for a, a shot and they're all adorable and they're all gone. I am her um, logistics guy. I am the one who's constantly, I mean, I, I was on the uh, assembly line, packaging them all up, putting the stickers on, sending them all around the world. So, yeah, it has been a success. Oops, that's not great. Ruel is clearly not back. So let's go back down to there. And, uh, yeah, thank you for asking. Uh, it has been... T I mean, Jen wanted... Originally, I know she had offered to say, Hey, look, I'm going to take orders until the end of March. And she eventually had to shut it down. She had to... I mean, say, okay, there's only going to be five more of these because she's going to continue making these things until probably the end of April to ultimately get all the orders out. It has been so uh, incredibly huge and so gratifying. I mean, she's never done anything like this in her life, raising over $10,000 uh, plus matching funds and all of that kind of stuff, uh, apparently. So it's been absolutely, absolutely amazing. Um, yeah. Oh, Goblin says they, uh, they do look great as an army. Oh yeah. I, I went up there when she took the picture. They're, they're adorable. Um, yeah. The world needs more armies like that, quite frankly. Let's see here. Uh, I see Denoga is uh, letting folks know that if you uh, start your question with a question mark, I am uh, able to see it more easily because we're using a program called featured.chat that will just automatically, oh my gosh, the beeples are dancing. Oh, it's fixed. Uh, for the last few weeks, when people follow or subscribe, the meeples no longer danced like they're supposed to. Or not the meeples, the, the stream avatars. And so I finally uh, ended up connecting with the developer of stream avatar, who makes all those little things down there. And um, and he said, oh, here, do these things. And I had to wait until there was a... And it looks like it's working. Yay! Uh, Foxy and uh, Hip97, thank you for following. Uh, clearly, everybody's happy to have you here. Everybody dance now. Well, all righty. Let's see here. Uh, meanwhile, I see some questions coming in because, folks, start your question with a question mark so I can find it. When am I coming next to the UK? No time soon. Um, actually, maybe. 
there's a very slim chance that maybe I'll be coming, and there's a very high chance Jen will be coming. Excuse me. Uh, because her sister uh, is taking her kids, uh, you know, Jen's niece and nephew. Or maybe it's just nephew? I'm not sure it's a niece and nephew. But anyway, uh, Jen's sister and the kids are going to be making a trip to the UK this summer. I think it's just a quickie, uh, you know, a week there and back. And they're mostly just staying in London and kind of, you know, doing the, uh, the surrounding areas. And so Jen is talking with her sister about maybe going along because Jen misses it so terribly, terribly much. And the question is, will I go? Because if I go, things get more complicated. Somebody's got to take care of the chickens. Somebody's got to take care of the dogs. Somebody's got to take care of my mom. I mean, my mom's a a grown woman. She can take care of herself. But somebody has to be there, you know, in case something goes wrong. So we don't know if I'm going to go yet. It's pretty likely Jen will go. And sorry if anybody's thinking, oh, great, I'll get to play a game with Jen. Jen is there to be hanging with her sister, who she doesn't get to see very often, and her her, uh, niece and nephew, who she absolutely adores. So that's really what she's going for, and just to kind of breathe in the the London atmosphere, since London is her favorite city in the world. So that's probably happening. I don't know when, um, but I don't know if it's happening for me. And hey, I see something is happening. Hold on a second. Uh, Oh, oh, no. It's just that um, Discord has uh, said, hey, you've been by yourself so long, Discord has shut Ruel down. So Ruel is not back yet. Um, Wait, oh, no. Oh, I spoke too soon. Uh, What is this? Why are you asking me this? Preview? What? Okay, join the video call. Normally, I don't have to answer that question. You're back. Hi, can okay. you hear me? Yes, I can. Me. I can hear you. The question is, can the audience? Hello, audience. I am back. Power's working again. We've got a new meter installed, ready to go. And hopefully y'all can hear me and or see me. If Excellent. not, you know. Yeah. Never, know. never do that to me again. <laughs> don't leave me with these animals. I don't know what to do. Um, no, it was fun. We, we, oh, what, we, what did I miss? No, no, what, what, not what much. Happened? Oh, but oh, look. Okay, so no. right now I need to continue fixing your off-centeredness because let me see. You are oh. centered for the other things, right? Uh, oh no, you're a little. Oh, your your chair. You moved your chair. Oh, get back I, in the middle. Look at you. Let's get back to the middle. Yeah. Oh, actually, you know what? I can do it in OBS. I think maybe the o- oh OBS reset. That's what it was. Oh, because okay. you oh because you had to reboot your entire machine. Well, okay, no, I mean you're you're fine. I think you're fine for those. I'll just fix you for the main view again. Oh, oh no, you're fixing that, which means will it mess those up? No, actually, that works perfectly. That work? Uh, it looks good. It looks yeah, looks real good. Right now. All okay. Right. Cool. Well. Hopefully, that was the beginning and end of our technical difficulties. That would be a rarity, though, if that was, in fact, the case. (laughs) That's right. All right. Um, Let's see here. Okay, so, hey, folks have been requesting stuff in your absence. And, folks, we're going to do some little segments we do right now based on requests that people make with their channel points. Then we're going to record our show. And then, if there's time, we'll do some Q&A afterwards. So, start giving us those questions now. Start your questions with a question mark. You can end with a question mark, too. But if you start with a question mark, it goes into our queue. We'll catch them later. But, Ruel, uh, let's see. We still have an outstanding request for an argument. Are you ready to argue oh. about something? Um... I don't know if I'm ready. Uh, real quick, I want to check. Okay, the right box thing is working again. Oh, good. Uh, oh, good, good, good. Okay. Yes. Okay, just to make sure. Yeah, that would... Um, yep, yep. Do you, you have tested. We are in the test portion. Yep. Now we will go back I'll to the pre-show portion. Pre-show. So, I, yeah. we. 
If anybody can think of a good argument that we would actually disagree on, this is the toughest segment for us to do because we agree nine times out of ten, and it's tough finding that tenth time. But okay. I oh sorry. Okay. I was gonna say I can't think of anything that we can argue about, so hopefully people in chat will be able to help us out here. Yep. Well, we do have a couple of Ruel ranks requests. So let's go on ahead and do that. Let me get to the Gaviola Library, which is right there. And we'll come back to you, cool. Uganda Village uh, board game convention. Uh, that's what we're going to be. We're going to be talking about that when the actual show starts, trying to raise some um, awareness of that wonderful, wonderful event. All right. Uh, all right. Do any of these jump out at you, or shall I scroll uh, down a bit? I just had to throw Goblin's uh, argument topic oh. on the on screen. There. Oh yeah. Should the power company be allowed to interrupt the R and R show? I think we're going to be in agreement on that. Maybe you'll yeah, surprise. Absolutely me. not. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's take a look. Uh, what what uh, comes out? What grabs me? Uh, these are games that I, just I added yeah. This to is your category. This is your collection sorted by last modified. So these are the yeah, most so recent things. On the twenty second, you modified or added or something to these. So that means they're fresh yeah. in your mind, but not fresh enough. Yes. Uh, not fresh enough. All yes, right. So let's go down. Let's. Uh, oh. There's a. All right. Okay. All right. Here's some unrated. Oh, I haven't rolled. I haven't. Uh, Wow, I thought I ranked Rolling Realms. Rolling Realms has got to be on that list. I w- it would appear you did not. All right, yeah. let's see. So let's throw that on there. Let's do that. All right, I will prepare the poll. All righty, new poll. Ruel is rank. Tee-hee. Okay. I'm being silly. Rolling Realms. What else? Okay. You like any of those other ones? Uh, um, or you want another page? Uh, let's go another page. Just keep things fresh All here. right, here's some more. Okay, here's another one. I, I love that I have Candyland on there. Do you? That's that is not an ironic collection entry. It is not. Michelle and I actually live stream Candyland using a BGG variant. Oh, oh, that's right. Yes, that does sound right yeah. now. Yep. Yeah, uh, but I'm not going to rank it. Okay. Um, let's see. Ooh, ten would be interesting. All right, ten. Okay. okay. There, there's two requests, so I'm going to put five in, and the top two are going to get ranked. Any of these? Ooh. I have not ranked the loop. I like the loop. Okay, let's right. do the loop. All right, any other ones here? Um, let's scroll down a little bit. Again, just to keep things fresh. All right. More? Ooh. Further down? Or? I mean, super mega lucky box. That's a, yeah. You would love on that there. one. Super yeah, mega I love that lucky one. box. And uh, from the P-dubs, as I recall. Yeah, uh, it's uh, Phil Walker-Harding, praise yep. be. Um, let's, ooh. Four Gardens. I have not ranked that. That's an excellent game. Oh, you are. For shame. Wow. Let's put for your shame, shame on the screen. And okay. folks, uh, start deciding which of those. You know, I really need to move these things. I just have them dead center. And uh-huh. of course, it's fine for me, but you are dead center of your view. So, yeah. hello. Um, Hi. See, it's perfect. Yeah. I mean, you do have wheels on that chair, I suppose. Yeah, I can Yeah, I can you know, easily... Although if you do that, I mean, did you just run over and pull 15 cables out of sockets? Because that's what happens uh, any time I roll around. Yeah. I've actually, I've been able to push all my cables in front of me. So everything's like uh, away from the chair nowadays. Oh, so you're always but, stripping oh, the them with your feet. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay, the loop. I figured the loop would uh, be a, a contender. Well, don't jinx it. It's falling. It's falling fast. Okay, there's, I was just going to say, I'm surprised Rolling Realms, but there it is coming back. It's like a horse race. Uh, I see. I will give poor Super Mega Lucky Box a, a third vote. Thank you. I love <laughs> Super Mega Lucky Box. Have you played it yet? Yes, I have. I, 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 And I have things to say. 
But it doesn't look like we'll be saying him today. Yeah, we'll, we shall see. Uh, what do we got? Like a minute left? Hey, you know, another thing, uh, I will share this real quick. Uh, another thing uh, after the power uh, guys stopped by, uh, uh, good old UPS dropped by as well. I got a Kickstarter in. Oh, what's in the uh, box? I'm excited about this. This, yeah, I got a box. This is Letters Letters to Margaret, a graphic novel, but it's for crossword geeks like myself. It's a gra- graphic novel about crossword puzzles, they, and they have crossword puzzles in them, but they're part of the story as well. These characters like are crossword puzzle makers, I think. Okay. And you just you go through each chapter, you do a crossword, and then you're going to see how it relates to the story uh, in the uh, different chapters here. Wow. Really interesting. Yeah. It's by uh, Haley Gold. I don't know if they, I, I don't think they're doing a retail version of this, but maybe they are. Check it out, folks. Haley Gold, Letters to Margaret. Okay. You heard it here first. Yeah, to all my fellow um, crossword puzzle uh, enthusiasts, crossword, crossword geeks. Yeah, Rolling Realms number do you do one, crosswords? the Loop number two, Four Gardens number okay. three. Um, do I do crosswords? I not really. No. I, I I do not derive any joy from them. If I'm honest, uh, there's yeah. nothing wrong with them. I I, I get why yeah. people adore them. I I, mean, I I like seeing you know really oddball ones where oh it's the same word or you know or you know weird oh you know like I saw one where. Well, it's something to do with Star Trek, and every single thing oh. had like five different answers, but they all fit. No matter, it was something crazy like that. Oh, those wow. are always really impressive. All right, what are we? Oh, we're yeah. doing Rolling Realms. All right, oh, let's rolling rank Rolling Realms is the number one, and then we'll do a rail ranks of, of the Loop. So let's bring them back up. Okay, hey, hey folks, rolling this up. is a segment where Ruel gets off his butt and starts ranking his collection of five hundred games that he's played because people got to know. Ruel, tell us yes. about Rolling Realms, which you Rolling and I Realms have actually is... played live together on the show. I was just going to say, we could probably pull that video up if you'd like. Um, oh. This game is one of those uh, bingo-style games, folks, where it's a roll-and-write game, and one person can roll a dice, and everyone's gonna, everyone is going to be using those dice to fill in the different realms, and these are all based on Stonemaier games, which I, I love the uh, I love how Jamie Stegmaier put this thing together. Yeah. It was done during the pandemic at the start of it. He said, hey, I want to do a roll-and-write game, and it turned into this whole thing. It was a print-and-play for months, and <laughs> uh, we I played a few times on the print-and-play, and he had enough interest, of course, because Stonemaier is awesome, and he made it a retail and um, uh, uh, version of it. Here we are. You can watch us, uh, watch us play it, and you can actually play along with us, folks. If you go back to this video, yeah. you you can play along with us and see if you beat our scores. I think, um, I, I mean, you'll, you'll see the different realms that we played. Like in this instance, we're playing with My Little Scythe, uh, Between Two Cities, and Euphoria. Again, these are all based on uh, Stonemaier Games, and they do, they're do they doing these promo packs. So there's one for Terra Mystica, and there's going to be other ones for other uh, board games. It's a wonderful game, a very combo-y game. You're going to you know use different... Um, Numbers to fill in resources and hopefully combo yourself so you can duplicate numbers and you know put them on um, other sheets and it's oh, it's seven point three on BGG. I feel like that's like really low because I love this. Game. I agree. This yes. is a top five for me. Uh, roll and write games easily. So in that as uh, with those comments, I'm gonna rank this at least an eight. I'm thinking an eight point two five. 
Rolling realms. I might even go higher than that. Um, this has got to be one of the. I mean, you know, this is this this has to make everybody's top three best roll and write games. Period. Because it's yeah. what is it? I forget. It's like eight di- or nine different roll and writes in the box. And the whole yes. point of it is, as you play through rounds, you keep on revealing. Oh, right, here's three more roll and writes. We're gonna keep rolling. And now, how do these three little mini games combine with each other? And you know, how do you yeah. prioritize X, Y, or Z? And then you're halfway through the game, and boom, they're gone. And now we're switching to other ones. It, I mean, it is all the roll and write games. Um, you know, basically, you know, yes. squeezed into one box. It is an absolutely phenomenal achievement. And you said it's in the seven. I mean, to be fair, it's it's. Remember to have to calibrate uh, board game geek ratings. Um, you know, a, a mid seven is actually oh, yeah. really really good. I mean, because yeah. nothing on board game geek has ever gotten to a nine. I don't think anything on board game geek is higher than an eight point four. So, okay. me though, I gave it an eight point five one six four six. Wow, that's really specific. <laughs> it is very specific. And for folks who want to know, the reason it is that specific is, is if you go to games.rado.com, I rank them all like that so that everything um, ha- everything in my collection has its own unique ranking number so that I can see that Rolling Realms is my number 151 highest ranked game in my collection. At oh, 8.5, wow. blah, 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 blah. So we both yeah. agree Rolling Realms is amazeballs. Um, Agreed, yeah. And so is The Loop. Let's talk about that. The Loop. Right, uh, a cooperative for. game. Yes. Where we are playing against Dr. Foe, F-A-U-X. Um, there it is. What was the original name of Dr. Foe? Um, it's F-O-E? In the original European version, he was Dr. He was Dr. Foo, Dr. F-O-O. Oh, Dr. Foo. Yes, okay, and then when Pandasaurus uh, reprinted it um, worldwide, instead of just the European release, uh, they changed it to Dr. Foo, F-A-U-X, to make it, it a bit more Makes of a sense. pun. But yeah. Right. Uh, it's Wonderful game. It. I got to play this at Gen Con last year, and I've played it several times since. It's a cooperative game. You're trying to defeat Dr. Foe, and it's a time travel game. And I know we've done a top three time travel movies before. We won't, we won't <laughs> rehash that here. Uh, but as you can see, you're uh, going around trying to complete the different missions. And these change from game to game, of course. Uh, it's got a little light deck building to it, which I really enjoy. And you can really you know, set yourself up for these really cool combo, as I like to call it, combo-tastic turns, right? <laughs> Where you're going to combo from one thing to another. And um, can you do it before Dr. Foe um, defeats you? It, it's tough. It's not an easy game, which I really appreciate in this cooperative game. Uh, you'll also, I, I have to mention that thing in the middle there. You're actually dropping <clears throat> cubes, and those cubes, you know, affect gameplay depending on uh, where they drop. Oh my gosh, this was one of my favorites of 2021. Um, I want to say it, I mean, I haven't ranked all my games in 2021 that I played it. It's got to be definitely top 20, maybe top 15. I don't know if it's top 10, it may be, uh, but it's a wonderful game. Um, the top 10 of what, did you say? What's that? Top 10 of what? Uh, last year. Oh, okay. Oh, no. So not a top 10 of all time. All right. Not ten, no, not top 10 of all of time, but the top 10 of last year played. Um, gosh. Do I go an eight? I, I feel like I need a few more plays of this because, you know what? I'll be honest. I, I think I've only won this game one time, out of like, <laughs> you know, however many times I've played it. So um, that shouldn't affect the bearing of uh, how much I enjoy this game, but I, I really, I really enjoy it. You know, it's got a lot of really neat decision points, and it usually plays in an hour, which yes. I, uh, I really appreciate. Anytime you can play a game uh, that complex or that deep uh, in an hour, I'm gonna go a solid. You know, let's just go rock solid eight point zero. That's my rank for the loop. Okay, um, you are wrong. 
You are terribly, oh, horribly wrong. I thought you wow, were going to be okay. Look at this game. I no, I mean this, no. This game. It, this this is in my top fifty games of all time, or maybe my top seventy-five. Uh, this game oh, is okay. so so amazing. It's an eight point seven blippity bloppity bloop for me. Um, oh my gosh! I, I, wow. Yeah, because I mean, I don't know if I'd go. Oh, there, oh, it took forever for the cube tower to actually do something, and oh, that. then it didn't do anything <laughs> cool and fun. But um, yeah, the combination of you know pandemic style. I like to refer to them as firefighting games. Um, you know, you, you've oh, got yeah. some big overarching issue you deal with, but you're constantly running around putting out all the fires that are popping up all the time. In this case, all the time, all the time through time. And um, but as you said, it is a light deck builder, and our deck of cards is so interesting because on our turn, we our cards are what are, that we draw are going to determine what we're going to get done. And the loop comes from the fact that if I draw cards of the same type of the same suit, then um, after I'm done, I can loop and reactivate those cards again. So that becomes a major part of deck building, trying to focus you up your chances of looping. And you can get such incredible, amazing, powerful, and super satisfying turns where you, okay, I'll do all these things, and then I'll untap two of them, and I'll do them again, and then I'll untap this one and do it a third time if I've got the resources to spend for it. It's absolutely fantastic. It's got a really great sense of humor. It's just gotten a wonderful expansion, which I cannot wait to play. And um, I just... What would it have to do to make it over an eight point null that you're giving it what what is up well, with I you feel like, yeah i i feel like i need to get this to the table more often let me ask you how many times have you won this game consistently or does it consi- consistently beat you um i'm playing with jen so we pretty much consistently won okay nice yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we have played yeah. all of i think it's four there's like a standard and then three others we have played all four and i believe we won all four times or no, that's oh, not nice. true i think maybe we lost once but um okay. but yeah i mean you know, when, when Jen really puts her head down, she's unstoppable. And, um, yeah, nice. I, I mean, so we didn't feel that it was, you know, um, overly challenging. But, you know, okay. I mean, this could okay. very well be one of those games, though. The, the you know, pandemic, the fewer players, the easier it gets. I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case here, too. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's the thing, because I, I, played, I, I played it three players, four players. I've soloed it. I have not yet played with Michelle. Maybe that's that's where I got to That's uh, what you're maybe missing. Maybe I got to get Michelle to play this, and that'll be it right there. Yeah. But... Right now, yeah, it's an 8.0. Um, I can see it going up. I don't see it going lower than an 8 for me. It is uh, my but... number 36 highest ranked game wow. of all time. When okay, I covered it... I need it... to play this ASAP. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. over Glory to Rome? Oh, my gosh. I need to play this ASAP then. Yes. Wow. Yeah, play it with wow. Michelle. Um, yeah, okay. I, I'm, I don't remember. There must have been stuff for being able to adjust difficulty levels. I can't remember to save my life, but I know there must have been. Um, I'm pretty sure there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it just does everything so wonderfully. And honestly, yeah. I mean, Fem Sensei in the chat a little bit ago said, "Well, it out pandemic's pandemic," and I'm, my gut response to say, "Whoa, whoa, wow. you know, hold, hold, hold the horses there." But I think somebody <laughs> could make a valid argument there. I mean, now the loop can't beat pandemic because when I rank pandemic, I include all other um, you know things yeah. that come with pandemic too. So pandemic has right. an unfair head start. But no, the loop. I mean, which is literally just right there, right off camera, right there it yep. is. Um, you love it yeah. so much, you put it front and center. Oh yeah, I have. I ha- I actually have it right right here. Yep, right there. right there. We can both point at it at the yeah. same time. So um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I know yeah, mine. Mine's just right there. there. There it is. Just oh, I think okay. you can see it just peeking right over. Oh, wait, oh no, yeah, there's there these things in the way. There it is. Um, there it is. Yeah. Um, so we both are big loop fans, but you just yeah. have not properly calibrated because yeah, I, it I is one of the best co-op games correct. ever. 
quite frankly. Do you know anything about the expansion? I know there's an expansion. Do you know what that's going to bring? Uh, yeah, it's uh, if I recall correctly, it's two new mission types, um, two okay. new bosses, and I think one extra new playable character. No, no, two extra new playable characters. I believe it's two, two, and two. A twosie, twosie, okay, twosie cool. kind of thing. Um, actually, nice. I did an unboxing of it when um, I was doing a live stream a couple weeks ago. And uh, yeah, if I recall correctly, two new missions, two new uh, bosses for those missions, and two new... Uh, uh, playable characters. One playable character is twins. So the player actually controls two characters at the same time, which looks oh, very, very cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. Wonder Twins act- exactly. oh, Wonder Twin Powers activate. There's there's a, there's a new one for you. Okay. Um, cool. Cool. So that's it. We have ranked two things. I am gonna mark them off the list. And we could have almost had an argument if you just would have felt a little bit more strongly about your yeah. woefully inadequate yeah. and anemic ranking for the loop. Yeah. <laughs> but again, I, I don't see it going any lower. I, I can see it raise, uh, rising, but I can't see it lower than eight because it, it is a wonderful game. Okay. Next okay. up, we have some requests because, we're again, we're ignoring the argument so we can come up with a good argument. We've got a couple of trivia requests, which means i got to bring out the wheel. And uh, oh, okay. there it is. And hopefully it isn't broken like everything else. No, it looks fine. Now, let's see if the button will appear. And there you are. So, spin! <laughs> All right. What are we going to get this week, folks? General Arado or Ruel. All right. So, I'm going to do Arado. some trivia. And we have two. I'm just going to spin it again right now. Okay. And we are going to do... It is not a double whammy. Okay, some general purpose trivia wow. and some Rado trivia. Okay. Uh, and then make that wheel go away. Righto. Okay. Let's see here. Um, what what would you like to know? I I I, I everything I know about me is is really boring yeah. and straightforward. So come up, give give well, feed me something. Ask me a question. Well, we we've uh, I'm trying to think. Of, we've talked about the different parts of your life. We talked about uh, you know your job, uh, the vacuum cleaner job. <laughs> we talked about your uh, helping uh, David Turchi into the industry. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I, I feel like uh, people want to know more, anything board game related. So let's yeah. say, let's go back to to the start of uh, your your illustrious career here as a YouTube guy um, back in Malta. Um, I mean, talk about like when you and Jen first uh, moved out there. Like, yeah. uh, you're just playing games by, and you got into game. You you're playing games by yourself by yourselves there. Did you ever connect with other fellow uh, gamers out there? And if so, like, how did they influence uh, the channel? Sure. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. So um, we were actually still living in England when I started doing um, Rotto Runs Through, but I mean, I oh, hadn't okay. st- I hadn't gone for more than I think I hadn't been doing it for more than a month or maybe two before the call came. When we moved to Malta, and so our first year in Malta, we. Um, I, I, it was really on the back burner because we went to Malta because I took a job at TRC. Let's see. Is there interesting trivia there? Hey, Ruel, how often in my life would you say I have been um, involved with uh, organizations that uh, defrauded governments? Ooh. National ooh, governments. That's pretty cool. Well, at least one time, just because you're asking, but you know, it almost feels like a trick question. I'm going to say three times. <laughs> nope, just the one, just the one. I, I didn't, okay. I didn't think, yes. Uh, so the interesting thing about TRC, the the uh, the Robinson Company is what it stood for. It was started by a Scottish, um, uh, what we call it, a building mogul. Uh, it was a nice guy, 
And, uh, you know, he traveled around the world and actually he built his fortune off of making MRI machines in countries around the world. But his whole life, he had decided he really wanted to be a storyteller because he came from a family of, uh, of actors and artists and writers. And he was the odd duck out being a, a businessman huh. type. Uh, yeah, he's, I believe... Uh, some uh, there's a there's a young actor who was starting to make a name for himself. Uh, who was uh, the the the, yo- the young guy in Magic Mike? You know the up and comer. Um, oh, wh- whatever that. Uh, uh, Channing Tatum. No, no, that, he was the lead. But you know the young upstart oh. who you know was like our intro into whoever that is. I want to say Pettifer was his last name. That's uh, um, it's his nephew. So you know he comes from a family uh, of acting and all kinds of stuff like that. So, um, but. He uh, had, over the course of his career, many different relationships with many different countries and many different ways of sheltering money and this and that and the other. So Malta had decided that what they wanted to do, because here's the interesting thing about Malta. Um, you know, small little country out in the middle of nowhere, hardly any resources to speak of. How can they compete on the world stage? What did they do at the uh, dawn of the digital age we find ourselves in? They opened up the door to server hosting for online gambling. You know, ah, uh, if you're on an okay. online gambling site, chances are it's hosted in Malta or a very small list of countries. And this was a huge boon for their economy. You know, an entire generation of kids grew up to become programmers working on online slot machines and, and gambling casino rooms and stuff like that. And Malta's like, yay, that's great, except, oh my God, we're destroying lives around the world. This is really kind of a black eye for us. We're almost too <laughs> successful. And so what they wanted to do is they wanted to counter that by um, uh, starting and uh, you know, creating a video game development industry and funding it and all that. And, uh, you know, and then, uh, you know, something that they would avoid their brain drain, that all the youngsters would go and get their programming degrees and their art degrees and all that. And then they would just work in this industry and it would become the pre, in the same way we become the premier for online gambling. Let's do it for games too. And TRC, the company I worked for was the first uh, company to uh, get a uh, grant from the government. And there were certain stipulations. We had to um, you know, hire a certain percentage of, of local employees. And um, you know, we had to bring on, not apprentices, but... Uh, not interns, they were paid, but you know we, we had to bring in uh, students, uh, you know, who were basically learning on the job because that was like the whole point. But we got a lot of money and we lowered our operating costs significantly. And um, so I came in, and it's interesting. This uh, we were working on a, a kids MMO, which I was really excited about. I'd never done one. It was kind of inspired by Club Penguin. In fact, one of the designers who worked oh, yeah. for me was a senior guy on Club Penguin, so he really knew his way around this stuff. And for me, I was just learning. What's it like to make a game for kids? Because I'd always made uh, you know big heavy action stuff on consoles. Mm-hmm. And um, let's see. Oh man, there are there are so many stories I could tell. But um, the main story is. While all this is happening, I'm starting to do Rado Runs Through on the side. Just kind of on the weekends uh-huh. and whatnot. And, um, you know, it's just a little thing I'm doing, uh, you know, with, without really much of a future. But I, I keep going into work every day. And there comes a time when I actually have to leave for two weeks. I had to run back to the States. And um, when I came back that night, I was fired summarily on the spot. Uh, Just out of the blue, I had no idea it was coming. Basically, Uh um, there were kind of like Iago voices whispering in Peter's ear. Uh, Peter Robinson, the head of the company. And I was, my job was basically to be a buffer between him because he felt he was a creative guy and all the creative people he hired. And so when I was gone for two weeks, that buffer disappeared, um, and Uh-oh. you know he decided, yeah, you know what? I made a mistake hiring the guy who makes shooters to make this kid's game. I really should uh, take over myself, and so I was out. Um, and that's fine, because honestly, yeah. if that hadn't happened, you and I would not be here today. 
Because suddenly, Jen and I found ourselves in Malta with no job. I mean, Jen was doing glass. She hadn't really established herself there very much. Most of her work was Uh still back in England. And um, and I'm like, oh, well, maybe I should really put in the hard work and try to make something out of this Rotto runs-through thing. And uh, you're sure after that is when I ran my first Kickstarter paid to fun- campaign to fund the show and made $4,000. Uh, but anyway, wow. me getting fired uh, because of that window uh, you know, led to him taking over, bringing other people in, and I kind of lost track of what was going on. But in less than a year after I was fired, I started hearing that, oh yeah, nobody's been paid for two months. Um, you know, the checks in the mail, everything's tied up. And eventually it started appearing in the newspapers that, uh, this TRC company, uh, has an illegal shell company in uh, Ireland and, um, you know, and they're not delivering on their things. And the Maltese government, it was a huge black eye for the, uh, the, uh, um, Maltese government. It was a, uh, liberal government that was in power at the time. They ultimately ended up getting voted out. And, um, so the conservatives have basically taken over Malta for the last few years. I just heard yesterday. Yesterday, that uh, Labor, which is more of you know like the Democratic side, has finally got, or earned their way back into the people's hearts after the huge black eye of this company that I worked for wow. and that I was the creative director of. So, um, I mean, wow. obviously, I knew none of this stuff. And uh, I was just yeah. there trying to make the game work. But yeah, it just turns out, I don't know the particulars, there were some shady things and the the funding dried up and then um, all the promises that were made to the Maltese government were a house of cards and the whole thing fell apart. So was that guy, was he the one responsible for everything, basically? Or was it he just, had you know, partners who I had met at okay. various times and like, oh, yeah, this is a money guy. Oh, yeah. I guess, okay, money guy. And he had partners who were handling things and basically shuffling money around uh, to, you know, one thing is supposed to be covering another thing until the other thing gobbles all up and now the one thing can't be covered. You know, the kind of thing that can happen to wow. a Kickstarter company if they uh, bite off too much. The company basically yeah. bit off too much and imploded. I mean... Oh, my gosh. Uh, wow. It's, yeah, interestingly, it, I mean, the, some of the people, some of the designers and coders I worked with did ultimately end up getting jobs at other places. Okay. So it did actually make some careers. So, I mean, there was some good that came out of it. But at the same time, yeah. the conservative government came into power for half a decade as a result. So you can blame wow. that on me it, if you want. I was just going to say, yeah, you were responsible for this uh, this big cataclysmic change in the, uh, the multi, uh, multi uh, government. You know, so... This all happened, like, you just take off for two weeks, and all of a sudden your world is, like, completely changed, just yeah. like that. Yeah, 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 he was a, yeah. He was a very... just falls apart. Yeah, I mean, my job every day was just assuring him that everything is fine. That, um, yes, I, I know you have expectations of how this should work based on your experience making MRI machines in hospitals. I have 20 years' experience doing this. This is a creative process. It's herding kittens. We are moving forward. Um, and it was literally almost every day. It was my least favorite thing. Although I liked the guy just fine, but it was, yeah. it was very, very difficult constantly keeping him comfortable. And so for two weeks, I wasn't there to keep him comfortable. Uh, you know, and he ultimately decided, oh yeah, um, uh, yeah, this is all falling apart. I have to step in and take the reins because only I can do it. I alone can solve it. Kind of a thing. He's that kind of wow. guy. So he was always uncomfortable with the idea of me uh, spearheading. Because I should say, the core idea that we were brought together to do was brilliant, and it was his. is an idea he had had years ago. Here's the pitch, which I thought was brilliant. Um, Imagine you have four or five-year-old kids. They lose their tooth. You go to wishingtooth.com, you sign up, and or you you know they're about to lose their tooth, because kids 
you know, it, it, it's it's yeah. coming for a while. You sign up, and when the when the, when you instead of you can put the silver dollar or whatever under the pillow, but you can also mm-hmm. put this signed um, letter from uh, the Tooth Fairy that says, "Hey, thanks for the tooth. Um, go to this website and see what happened to it." And that is the introduction to our Club Penguin esque game, where you actually see oh, okay. your tooth uh, is imbued with magic and becomes a toothy, and that's your avatar that walks around and has adventures <laughs> with the Tooth Fairy and a, and a whole range of characters, and you know does nice. Club Penguiny type stuff. And I thought that was so. Oh, brilliant. And the reason they hired me after, because they were worried, because hey, I did video games, and I pitched them, well, you know what you should do? Don't just stop there. That was it. That's all they had. And I'm like, no, you need to sell parents additional stuff. So that, because if your kid actually believes this video game character is the Tooth Fairy, and they still believe in the Tooth Fairy, you could sell, um, you know, cookbooks that say, hey, um, you know, they would allow you as a parent to engage in activities with your kid. Because video games with your kid, it's just like, oh, they look at the screen all the time. We had a game that had a real tangible connection with the physical world. Um, because, hey, you know what? You could buy this um, activity pack from us, and then you could leave it hidden, and then the next time you lo- the kid logs into the game, it says, oh, I was at your house last night. Go check behind the couch. I left something ah. there for you. And, nice. uh, and then it was an activity you and your parents could do together, or the kid and the parents could do together. And I thought that was brilliant. And they thought, oh, that's brilliant. The marketing guy yeah. really liked that because, oh, look at all the physical <laughs> goods we can sell. Um, yep. And so that's what ended up getting me the job. Uh, but yeah, like I said, wow. I was gone for a couple of weeks and it all fell apart. But uh, yeah. and honestly, I can't complain because you know they 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 had no cause to get rid of me, so they bought me out, and I've got what's it called in in England? It's called gardening leave, where the company just pays you to stay home and garden. So I got oh. six months garden leave, um, and right around the time that ended is when other people stopped getting paid. Period. So wow, yeah, wow. And um, I don't know what would have happened if I would have stayed. I mean, the thing is, yeah. as soon as I left, they tried to bring in other people. And those other people said, oh, we got to start all over from scratch. And I think Ooh. they were a bit less resistant to Peter's insistence on how things should work. I would like to uh-huh. think, because I never failed to meet a milestone, that we would have actually gotten the game out. And it could have changed the, the kids' MMO world. But, um, yeah. you know, hey, you fire your creative director and try to bring other people on midway through. That doesn't always work so well for you. Wow. It's it's like the whole, like, what if. That, that, this is like a huge uh, episode of what if. Yes. Right? What yeah, if you yeah. never get let go. Yeah, I totally really believed it. in that product, too. I mean, it, it was a challenging yeah. one. But, I mean, they, they had such an incredible... The art director they hired um, was a, uh, a, a Disney uh, Disneyland um, artistic director for theme parks. Oh, wow. And so he had okay. actually designed theme parks around the world for Disneyland. He was amazing. They had this really, really high-level marketing woman who had um, worked at a lot of really high-end Silicon Valley brands and whatnot. I mean, I, you know, it was just absolutely incredible. And yeah. and then they had me, and I, I thought I was a pretty big deal, too. Um, <laughs> but then, yeah, as soon as I was gone, things went in a very different direction. So who Wait, knows? What, what okay, could have been? So what if... It, what if you don't leave? What if you're still there? Does does Rado Runster still happen? I don't think so. Like I don't think so. Really? I mean, it was just like, something you don't I was think doing down the line. It does. I was. I mean, you go back into that first year of Rado Runster. I was making doing two or three videos a month instead okay. of two or three a week, like I do now. And yeah. um, you know, and we were only getting to the point where the crunch was, and I was gonna have to stop doing it. Um, yeah, because I would have had to devote all my time and weekends and and extended hours and stuff like that. So I mean, if it had, I mean, I could, I mean, it would have been if it had been successful. I'd still be there now, and I'd probably be rich, quite frankly. Because I mean, is that not a killer idea? It's an amazing idea. 
Um, you know, yeah. wow. I, I, I'm surprised nobody else has done anything like it because we always talked about two. Nobody owns the Tooth Fairy. The Tooth Fairy is one of the most well-known yep. intellectual properties in the world, and no one owns it. So you know, we could have owned it for generations, and so yeah. Wow. Yep. Yeah. The what if? Wow. Great story. Thank you for sharing. What a what what an interesting trivia bit. That, that's marked that off. That was. Excellent. Okay. Friend. Well, there you go. That's a bit oh, of trivia. How I brought down a national government. <laughs> okay. And then we had a general purpose trivia. I did a quick search. Yep. Hey, Ruel, how many countries in the world have um, purple on them? Purple? Oh, their flags? Yes, their flags. How many uh, in, in, the, in the world have purple on the flag? Extra wow, points that's... if you can get either of them, but you won't. Oh. Well, he said either of them, so it's got to be two. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm terrible at this. Yes. But can I... Now, I'm assuming, like, the most prominent colors in flags are going to be, like, red, white, and blue. That, those are the three colors I assume are the most... You know, that's an interesting bit of trivia. I wonder how many flags have red, white, Yeah, red, I mean, blue. there's so many... I you mean, know? there's several yeah. uh, flags where they're practically indistinguishable, except just the order of the, of yeah. the, of the stripes, yeah. But as far as purple? Oh, my gosh. I, I don't know. It's... Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'll, I can't be. Uh, I can't believe I said both or, of them. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm gonna guess one is like an Asian country, maybe Thailand. Nope. I'll just throw that out there. No. Nope. nope. Okay, and the other I'll guess is a South American country, uh, Venezuela. One of them is Nicaragua, which okay has a purple stripe. Um, in it has a rainbow, and there's a purple stripe in the rainbow. Okay, the other nice. one is Dominica, which has a parrot in the center of the flag and uh there's purple on the parrot oh cool. that's it I, I think that wow that's crazy that purple is not i, I would assume we, you know what i i just assume like purple you know it's royalty i would figure like a bunch of you would think so would have purple in them yeah, yeah. interesting nope wow. just the parrot Very and the nice rainbow trivia. yeah Very cool. And I think, uh, just uh, just as a side note i think more flags should have parrots on them i just think oh i agree cool. the so, world would be a better place yeah. certainly <laughs> Parrots and dogs. All right. Um, all right. We got some trivia out of the way. Awesome. Yep, yep, yep. Let's see. Oh, and I got cool. that. Um, right. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape... You can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Okay, cool. So, we still have a bunch more. We have some this or that. There can be only ones. But we got to get to the show. we got to get to the show. Yeah. So, we will yeah, see how it goes show. afterwards. Thank you. Sorry, um, uh, Super four, four, 1491 Exacting Vampire, uh, Din Rawls, uh, Tim Pubbles, and Goblin981, Forest of Glass, and Fidelia84. We will get to you, I promise. Next yes. time, the power company won't show up, and we'll get at least one more of these things done. I blame the power <laughs> yeah. company. Stupid power company. Yep, stupid power company. Okay, so before we go, though, we have to give away some goodies. Um, yeah, let's give away a game. Yeah, um, let's do that. Let's see here. Let me bring back up the wheel of names. And uh, this is for last week's. It's a $50 gift certificate from Fun Again Games, uh, which is why I had the image up. Oh, you didn't uh, You didn't get to see me talking about the army of uh, Ukrainian Witwatjen has been making. Look at all of them. Wow. They're adorable. 
So cool. So are you, uh, so is the fundraiser over and um I'm assuming she eventually be back she homes. she wanted to keep going until the end of April but she had to stop when she had over 400 that she had to make. So oh my God. Uh, and oh, she wow. and she's not going to be done goodness. making them until sometime in April. Wow, wow. This is what one day's cool. work in front of us right there. Uh, um, wow. And so she's still got a Amazing. lot of work to do. But yeah, I mean we've raised over $10,000 now. Um easily. That's that's so, so it's, cool. It's that incredible. Is- uh, yes, never, neither of us have ever done anything quite like that. But anyway, to the browser. Oh, I was right. But I was just going to say that to the browser to give away a Fun Again Games gift certificate for fifty bucks to one lucky person. And who will that person be? Spin. And, uh, and good luck, everybody. Wow, there's a bunch of entries this time. Let's see who's got yep, it. Yep, 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 yep. Good luck. Oh. Oh, Mike Feld. Any relation to Stefan Feld? Yeah, I was going to say, probably not. Stefan Feld's brother, is it? Yep, there you go. Okay, Mike, I will get in contact later on today and get your particulars. And my apologies to Anna and Vim, both of whom just missed it by pixels. Just pixels. I don't know if you can see them, but I can see them on my big screen. So close. So close. All right, Mike, congratulations. We'll be giving away more stuff. Right, so we need a secret word that we... We'll say, um, um, should it be something to do about with government defraudment or something like that? Yeah. Power company or government? Oh, the power defraud. company, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Let me see if I can do something with the power company here. Um, power. Oh, nah, not that one. I cannot. Uh, let's. I don't know about power company. We we should try something else. Let's see. Well, what are people suggesting? Let's see what the people are saying right now in chat. We've got uh, Electric from Kabuki Kid. Right. Oh, by the way, um, somebody had asked a few weeks ago, and I thought it was a good idea. Hey, when you do the contest the next week, could you say where the secret word was? Because I couldn't find it. The secret word last week oh, was okay. sister. I said it during Seven Wonders Architects when I very casually mentioned, you. It's it's so, it, you can teach this to anybody. You could play it with your mother. You could play it with your sister, etc. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, we'll do that from now on. Just uh, let people know where it was exactly in the uh, the show. Uh, someone else had mentioned the word purple. Could we do purple? Oh, right. Yeah, purple. Let's see. Uh, purple. I could do purple. Do it then. Purple. Purple okay. is the word. Good. Because I'm a little frazzled, I'll be honest. Here. Okay. Purple. Highlight. And it's driving me nuts. I'm not getting my sound events. Um, so, uh, Scott O'Brien, thank you for resubscribing, getting us ever closer to another RBR uh, for next month. Very exciting. Oh, so you're not hearing any? Yeah, of I, 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 yeah. Then. All I can, I can hear, I can hear the game, the show, or I can hear you with the weird glitches okay. going on. Dare Drinker, five months. Thank you very much. Cool, cool, cool. Wow, thanks, All right, Drinker. Keep those subs coming, folks, and we will be doing another RBR where, so far, we found a way to let you folks play along as well. Okay, yeah, secret we're, word is We're perfect. really close to another one, aren't we? Uh, yeah, although, yeah, wow. I mean, so that'll be the April one, um, depending on how things go. Nice. All right, so before we get going, it is time for a battle royale, which yeah, I won't even be able to hear the music, but hopefully the audience can hear the music. That's the important yeah. thing. Let's so get all the, loading uh, up into the plane. You're gonna yep. be dropped off to fight, and don't don't worry, folks. You are gonna be regenerated after. At yep, the it's, end. it's yeah. you're all friends. Everybody's just got Nerf <laughs> swords, even though they, some of them look quite sharp. All righty, oh, yeah, and we've okay. lined up. Here we go. And all right, 
Let's see. Oh, it's just a, it's just a melee, a scrum. I, I can't, I can't spot anybody. I'm looking for myself. Am I already out? But there's an early health pack, and it looks like Tibby Baloo. No, I stole the health pack from Tibby Baloo. Wow. Uh, and then I stab Tibby Baloo in the back with my duck cap, and I just keep pounding on Tibby Baloo until he's tapped. Oh wow! I might have an early odds-on shot for winning this. Oh, but it looks like Exacting Vampire picks up health pack too and is making a beeline for me, getting ready for a quick old backstab. I'm too busy fighting my Antos, and boom! I'm down to half life. I turn around and return the favor to Exacting Vampire. It's a battle to the death between us, and now I'm surrounded. Tim Pubbles jumps in. Kaboom! Okay, kid gets a hit and I'm out. So as far as I'm concerned, the fight is over. But let's continue. Um, <laughs> let's see. We're down to four. Kabuki and Mayantos. Kabuki, uh, unless Mayantos gets lucky, I think Exacting Vampire is going to finish what Kabuki started. Kate Invader, I think, is the early odds-on favorite. Ooh. But watch this! A health pack from the heavens! Kabuki <laughs> Kid picks it up! Both of them team up to take out the vampire! And now, and another health pack. Whoever gets that health pack, pack controls the spice, and they control the universe, and it looks like go, it's going to be go. Kate. But another one falls right on Kabuki go. Kid. Oh, man. And now it's in the ultimate slugfest. Kabuki against go, Kate go, Vader. And um, go, it, I, go, I think go. it's it's on Kate. Oh, they're, they're shuffling. They're, Kabuki's on. The, but Kabuki oh. turns around, gets into position, and Kate gets a quick backstab, and boom. Wow. Nice. That wow. came right down to the Exciting. wire. Exciting. If I recall correctly, Kabuki Kid won the first ever Battle Royale. Um, and I think that's right. Yeah, and she subsequently won another one like a couple weeks later, and everybody cried foul. But see, yeah. folks, well, no, wait, Kabuki can be beaten. I, I, I thought you won the first one. Didn't you win the very first one? Oh, that's right. That happened too. <laughs> Didn't? Yes, that also happened. And then there was the so one time funny. a bot won it because I yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd spawned right. some bots and then I didn't get rid of them all. There's yeah. there's been a whole bunch of questionable calls I have to say in these battles. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's just like real boxing, very shady, very you know corrupt, and uh, <laughs> but good times, folks. So congrats, and um, that'll be the first win for our friend Kate Invader. All right. Or yes. Was it the first? Okay. Yeah. I don't know, but cool, cool, cool. Um, I hope she enjoys those uh, 100 points she or coins she got to customize. Although, Kate's already looking fantastic with the angel wings and the gigantic scepter. But let's nice. see what they she comes up with next. Okay, cool. So that's out of the way. Let me make sure I've got all our stuff set up. Alrighty, I've got my overhead because we're going to be talking about decorum, and the keyboard's not mm -hmm. in the way for that. Let's see, I need to get the browser queued back up to... Um, the Ugandan crowdfunding. Let's see. That's probably just a few pages back, right? There's the trivia I was searching for. There's games. Do, do, do. Boy, it's a long time ago. I should have just saved the <laughs> URL for it. That would have been smart. It'll be there. It is okay. The Uganda Village Board Game Convention 2022. So we're going to talk about that, right? So the show is going to be. Hey everybody, how's it going? How's you going? This, that, and the other. Um, and uh, let's see. Oh, and first of all, what's on the table? We'll talk about decorum. And then we'll say, hey, and, and the, okay, well, that's really cool. That's lovely. They're sponsored by the show. It is very cool. Talk about all that. And then we uh, say, okay, well, this week is the top 10. And we're talking about new crowdfunding Kickstarter games. But before we get to that, folks, because we'll be like this. But before we get to that, yep. if there is one, and this is why I'm assuming um, one of us will say, if there is one um, crowdfunding project you're thinking about backing this week... 
could I suggest it be the Ugandan Village Board Game Convention for 2022? They're trying to raise uh, $5,000, basically, 4,150 pounds to um, let these kids play board games and change lives. Uh, it's an incredibly wonderful. They've been doing this for years. And, um, you know, they're not just trying to get these kids to play Candyland and all that, since you were just talking about Candyland. Uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a wonderful thing. They've got a long ways to go. And, um, and actually, what I'm thinking I'm going to do is live. I'm going to hit this button and I'm going to back myself just to oh, cool. try to get people to be a little bit more incentive. Oh, I saw Rado do it. Okay, fine, I'll do it. Although I will have cool. to quit, go away when I put my credit card in. But then I'll come back when it says, hey, I was you gonna say, yeah, be sure to yeah. be sure to cut away during that. Ex- stuff. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so we'll do cool. that to try to raise some awareness because, um, you know, this just seems absolutely wonderful. I talked with Ben Parkinson, the organizer of it. Um, this is all tied in with a, 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 a school in Uganda. That's um, you know, nice. helping lives like crazy, and um, you know this this video of all the kids just talking about the games they like to play. It's just it's mm. just amazing hearing these. Kids, oh, my favorite game is Great Western Trail. Like whoa, um, that, and and he talks about nice. you know how it's changed his life and how it has taught him lessons about you know how to um, you know solve problems and stuff like that. So that was all very very cool. Um, okay. Yeah, let's Love it. See. and uh, so we'll do that, and they'll say okay. But, um, folks, there are other Kickstarters in the world, too, and a few GameFound games as well. So uh, we're going to count down from 10 to 1, and then you'll start, we'll end, and then we'll be done, right? That's perfect. Did I I forget anything? No, we're we're good. Uh, You know, we'll do the usual mention. Hey, you know, keep an eye out, or keep an ear out for the secret word, blah, blah, blah. Oh, of course, yes, of course. Yep, 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 can't forget that. I totally just forgot about that completely. That wasn't good. Let's see. Are there any last things from the audience we have missed that we really should be hitting on? Um, uh, no, just a quick comment. Uh, Bing says, as a banker, I'm cringing as Rado types his credit card number. So, yeah, be sure to cut away from that scene, please. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> if, 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 uh, you know, feel free to jump in. And if, if I get a little carried away I, and say, stop. I will remind you. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Yeah, I will be your own virtual power company. I'm going to cut off the power. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> this feed is over. Okay. Um, cool, cool, cool. Okay. So then that's it. So uh, let me, uh, do I have the, yep, sponsor of the show, Flag Games. Okay, so you're ready to go. I am turning on the, folks, you can see up at the top while we're filming the show, um, you know, if, if events happen or whatnot, uh, you know, you're on your own because we're actually filming live and you're the audience just watching along, commenting on all the silliness we're getting into and how we really should be picking other things or whatever. And if you still have questions, start a question mark with them so we'll hit them in the Q&A afterwards. Okay, one last sippy sip. I am good mm. to go on my end. And okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> All right. Hey, everybody. This week's episode of the R&R Show is brought to you by Floodgate Games. And hello, Ruel. How are you doing? I am doing fantastic, Richard. Thank you. And how are you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Uh, kind of a okay. little exhausted after all the work my wife and I have been doing um, with uh, Jen's Ukrainian fundraiser. She has raised over $10,000 now. And she brought wow. so many orders in. She eventually had to shut them off because she's going to be making these little Ukrainian Whitwat um, until probably mid or late April. But it's been so wow. absolutely amazing. We are, are just so... Um, yeah, we, we, I can't even put into words just how amazing the generosity of the board game uh, geekdom has been stepping up. And I hope everybody out there uh, enjoys your little Witwad and the, 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 the notes that Jen threw into the packaging and all of that. 
Phew. Uh, but wow. uh, there is no rest for the weary because we're here to talk about games because it's Tuesday or Wednesday if yes. you're watching this later. That's right. So it is Tuesday. We are here at the R&R Show. Thank you for joining us, folks, here on YouTube. And if you don't know, we record this live every Tuesday on Twitch. Yes, so feel do. free to come on over because we do a lot of fun stuff before the show, during the pre-show, and then after the show as well. Sometimes we take Q&A. Um, I'll rank games. We'll talk about. We'll do impromptu top threes. It's awesome. We'd love for you to join us. That's every Tuesday, 12 p.m. Pacific, over on Twitch. Yep. And, and if you can't make it, you can always hit that eye in the top right corner screen or follow the links down in the show notes. Uh, because this is the R&R episode 34, but there's the episode 34 extended edition where you get to see all those extra goodies, the Q&A, my revelations about how I personally was responsible for breaking down a worldwide government. All kinds of crazy stuff is revealed in the extended edition of the show. That's right. Um, and that is a true story, folks. You've got to see the extended edition to get that story from uh, Richard. It's it's awesome. Yep, yep, and yep. Speaking of awesome, what do you have uh, on the table there? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, let me go to the overhead view uh this is decorum which is a new cooperative game coming from sponsor of the show floodgate games and it's funny actually jen and i uh played this for the first time this morning because i really wanted to have played it with her before i got on and talked about it a little bit and we played mission one and that was so good jen said well let's just go again and we played Mission 2, and we actually finished Mission 3, and we were oh, both cool. just having such a blast. I'm like, honey, I have to stop. I have to get ready for the show that we're about to do. But what <laughs> is it? Uh, this is a uh, a game where players are working together to decorate the house they live in. There's four rooms, the kitchen, the living room, the bedroom, and the bathroom. And the thing is, as part of setup, we find out what the house looks like when we move in, what type of d- decor is spread around from room to room. But we also get personal requirements, what we need to see in this house to be happy. And the thing is, we cannot share that information. Um, and so every turn, we uh, we are going to basically manipulate stuff. Like, uh, let's see, based on who I am. No, I don't want to do that because I don't want to spoil anything from Mission 1. These are the Mission 1 cards. But let's say, Ruel, we just moved in together and we see this house. And the first thing I do is I decide to um, paint. Uh, I paint the living room red. And that's it. Now, here's the deal. I did that because I have a secret goal. Maybe it's a secret goal that I have to have all rooms on the ground floor painted red. Or maybe it's a secret goal that I have to have rooms painted red, um, you know, the, uh, painted whatever color the lamp is, or something like that. I've got a list of my own goals. The problem is, Ruel, you have a goal that says... Um, Oh, I don't know. Uh, something like, uh, you know, the, the leftmost rooms, they have to be painted green. And you're like, and so I make this change, and all I, all we can talk about is you can say, I love it, which means you saying that, oh, that actually helped you with one of your objectives. Or I hate it, which lets me, all I know is I have just hurt one of your abilities to make your objectives. Or yeah, I could take it or leave it. Uh, in which case, I, I, I suddenly realized me doing this has nothing to do with your objectives. So you've given me a little bit of information, and you have a little bit of information. You know, for some reason, I want a red here, but you don't know why. And so, what do you end up doing? You say, yeah, you know what, I like the red, but on your turn, what about green? What about green? And now, it's my turn. I've got to say, you know what? I like it. It works for me. 
And because all of a sudden you realize, oh, so obviously I had some kind of objective that could have been met with green paint in, a, in addition to red paint. And um, chances are that objective I've got is going to raise its ugly head elsewhere. And over the course of the game, we're just going to keep adding elements to rooms because, hey, I want to make sure I have got antiques on the top floor. And you know, I have an objective that says I have to have an antique in every room. And look, here's two antiques uh, hanging on the wall. And that's really great. But what if, um, Ruel, you have an objective saying that uh, you have to have one room that's all green. And so later on, you go and do this. And you're like hoping that, oh, all I, all I needed was this, but no, I needed this to be an antique. And so then I got to decide, well, crap, okay, you need that. And I tell you, that was really bad for me. Do I change it back? Or later on, do I say, no, that's okay. I'll just put an antique um, um, painting in the room instead. And then you say, yeah, that's okay. So over time, we start learning more about each other. And it's interesting, each one of these cards has a little thematic description that kind of gives you certain clues as to what somebody might like. And we're supposed to introduce ourselves and all of that. So that's all very fun. And now, it might still seem impossible through this you know, passive communication. But after a certain number of rounds have passed, we will have a meeting of the minds. And each player gets to tell the other one of their requirements. And whatever the thing is that you've been doing that's been driving me crazy for the whole game, I can suddenly tell you. But it turns out, I look at my list, I have to tell you both of these things. Which one do I tell you? Because you keep messing up both of them. And so, and meanwhile, you have the same thing. And it is a blast. Like I said, um, I had other things to do this morning. So did Jen, but she just kept wanting to play a mission after mission after mission with this because it's so fun. Uh, if you play two-player, it comes with this uh, campaign of 20 missions that you play through, uh, and certain things are unlocked over the campaign. I will not show you what these are, but I've gone on ahead and looked, and these are awesome. These additional things that get added over the course of the game. And now if you're playing at higher player counts, there's all of these that can be played as three or four. And the thing is, to make the game work, there have to be fixed puzzles. Because it, it can't be that it's literally impossible for us to achieve the same thing. So the game comes with a fixed number of puzzles. But, as I understand it, the developer are already developing tools that will allow randomly generated missions that will give infinite replayability. So those are going to be coming soon, as is the game itself. And, uh, yeah... It's a blast. The first couple yeah. missions were pretty simple. And just like, oh, is this a little bit simple? Then we got to the third one, and we really started butting heads. And we just kept, uh, you know, there was at one point where Jen systematically, okay, well, how about this one? And I say, nope. And I removed it. Okay, what about this one? And it was like we were actually getting into a fight over how we were going to, and we were kind of role-playing it. Because you can just say, yes. I love it, I hate it, whatever. But no, we always end up saying, oh my god, that, that pulls the room together. That's perfect. Or, were you raised in a barn? How can you think that's acceptable? And you just end up role-playing throughout. And the interesting yeah. thing is, I played this at um, Dice Tower West Convention with a couple of guys in a yes. three-player game. I never, I didn't know them from Adam, but we were doing the exact same thing. Just We couldn't help ourselves, but role-playing through it. Oh, there's one more brilliant thing. When you're playing at these higher-player counts, when you have those meetings of the minds, or ha room, um, uh, house meetings they're called, everybody has... Um, uh, you know, cards with fewer um, objectives, but then we all have a bonus objective. And when we get to the meeting of the mind, if I'm playing a three-player game, I can show my extra objective to one of you. 
but not both. And so now two people around the table understand why this has to be this picture. And the other player is then trying to figure out what is trying to go on. It's really cool, really fun. Very, very fresh in the game. I love imperfect hidden communication games, or uh, uh, cooperative games. And this is just one of the coolest I've seen decorum. And that's what's on the yeah. table. I, I was also very fortunate to play it at oh, Dice West. I got to play. Yeah, I got to play with Ian from Floodgate Games mm-hmm. and also Amanda Panda and Shannon from Chip Theory. We dove deep. We went to like one of the expert missions right off the bat, and boy, it was no joke, man. Yeah, it was such a great experience. And you know what? You're right. Like, so I did this one, and then I also got a, a, a sneak peek at it during Gen Con for a two player version. But both times I noticed, and you're absolutely right. You get in the role playing game, uh, role playing. You can't just stop yourself. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah, you're just you're just doing. It's like oh, that looks so tacky, or oh, that's <laughs> perfect. You know, it's like what kind of taste do you have? It's it's so much fun, and yeah, it, it, it's a fantastic game. Uh, Decorum, love it, love All it, right. love it. Well, um, that is one game, but we are here to talk about a bunch more, folks. You came for a top ten crowdfunding Kickstarter game found games, didn't you? Well. We that's want to right. give that to you. But before we do, um, there's one other uh, fundraising campaign that's going on right now that Will and I want to talk to you about. And if there is only one thing you back this month, please consider backing the Uganda Village Board Game Convention 2022. This is such a big deal. It has the potential to change the lives of hundreds of children. And if you come to this, there will be a link for this down in the show notes, so definitely go check it out. Uh, if you come to this page, watch this video. Watch these kids talking about what a difference board games have made in their lives, as well as the education. This is actually a convention that's being run by a local school, and they're just trying to get all the resources they need to be able to bring hundreds of kids in and house them for days so they can play. Like, this kid right here, I was, I, I, my jaw hit the floor when he said, oh yeah, my favorite game is uh, Great Western Trail. I really love that one. It's taught me a lot about problem solving. And I'm like, oh my gosh. It is so important to remember that what our hobby can do. And if you have ever been in a situation where you ask, well, what can I do to help spread the hobby? This is it right here. And in fact, I feel so strongly about it. And they've got a ways to go. They've got 26 days left. They're trying to hit their five or their 4,100 pound uh, target. I'm going to do it right now uh, and put my money where my mouth is. 100 pounds. Donate. Let's do it. And um, yeah, don't need to, uh, all right. Oh, let's, I need to sign in. Sure okay, yeah. hold on a second. Uh, let's, let's, uh, let's let's get the scene here just to make. There it is. There, there we go. There we go. <laughs> Look, we got to you know. There's a thing called security. We got we got to be safe here. <laughs> um, but but that's wonderful, Rich. I, I I admire that you're doing. I will also be backing this, folks. I won't be doing it live, but uh, I will be backing this as well because I do truly believe in the power of games that will change lives. And not only, you know, these kids, not only are they being educated and learning about this great hobby, but remember, folks, these are the future gamers and game designers. Yes, yes. So who knows out of these, who, one of these kids may be the next Alexander Pfister. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's give them the opportunity. Uh, Richard, I'm going to follow your lead right after we're done recording this. I will also be backing this. Cool, cool, friend. cool. Yeah. So please, folks, um, if you follow the links down in the show notes. Uh, they actually have some very, very cool rewards. You could just back just to give the money, but they have things where you can get passwords. So you can actually play with the kids digitally. Um, or you nice. can get autographed pictures of the event sent, you know, autographed by the kids. So there's a lot, there's some cool stuff you can get out of this as well. But the main reason to do it is to know that you're literally reaching across the world and helping people and making their lives better through the literally the power of board games, which is what brought us all here today. And so yes. I'm super excited about it. So again, if there's all, and this, uh, we're about to do a top 10 countdown, but this is the number one, um, you know, crowdfunding game, uh, that's available yep. in the month of April. Definitely. 
Yes, yes. Okay. So, so go check it out, folks. Uh, again, there is a link in the show notes below. Feel free to check that out, and we would love to see this uh, get funded. I, I'm, I'll be backing it real soon here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know how many of you are like me. Oh, I only discovered board games late in life. Let's let these kids discover it early in life and just change the trajectory yes. of their lives. Yeah, I mean, you, we could literally do that. So anyway, but okay, enough about that. Um, I think we've made the folks wait long enough. Well, do you have a few other Kickstarter and GameFound games you would like to talk about today? I do, and we, I've got I've got plenty. And again, as we do these shows, uh, every th- this one we do every month. And yes. like you, I'm sure we had this huge list of games we want to talk about, but we have narrowed it down to our personal top ten, folks. This is the R and R top ten uh, games on uh, crowdfunding games coming up uh, that we're looking forward to. But you know, before we get going, why don't we talk about a secret word? Oh yes, let's do that. Let's do that, shall we? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Here's the deal, folks. Um, that game I just talked about, Decorum, which is awesome sauce. I cannot stress enough. One of you lucky viewers is going to get to win a copy mailed to you anywhere in the world, courtesy of sponsor of the show, Floodgate Games. But, well, how do they win? Well, how they're going to win it, folks, you're going to watch the show and you're going to listen to us. One of us is going to say the word purple. And when you see P-U-R-P-L-E, the color purple, uh, when you hear that, make a note of the game that we're talking about and send the title of the game, not the color purple, but mm-hmm. the title of the game to uh, an email to contest at rondo.com and you'll be entered to win your very own copy of Decorum. Now, why did we pick the word purple? You have to watch the pre-show for that. Uh-huh. That's live every Tuesday, friends. You can yep. uh, find out exactly why. And, you know, honestly, it was the audience that picked the word for us. So you can be one of those that help us pick the word every Tuesday. And, again, send the game name in a subject to contest at rado.com for your chance to win decorum. The hint, the purple has to do with parrots and rainbows. But that's all we'll <laughs> oh, say. Great. Yeah, that's all we're going to say. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. I love it. All right, folks. Well, that's it. Listen for purple. One of us is going to say it. Send that email in. And you have until, let's see, let me pull up the calendar, until April 5th, 2022, to get that entry into contest at raw.com. Uh, if you missed the window, sorry. But you know what? We do this every week. We'll be giving away something next week, too. So definitely be sure to tune in. Okay, then, without any further ado, Ruel... Let's talk about uh, a bunch of cool Kickstarter games we're excited about. Uh, you're taking the yeah. number 10 slot, right? What is uh, number 10? Number 10 on our list of top 10 games on Kickstarter is... Yes, yes. Coming up, coming up. Get ready for it. You ready for it? I it's am ready for it. Dark Quarter. Dark Quarter, folks. Coming soon, or real soon, from Lucky Duck Games. Okay. And this is actually a partnership that Lucky Duck Games and Van Ryder Games are doing together. Um, this is from Evan Derrick. Now, that designer, if you don't know... I do not know. ...designed some fantastic games. Detective, City of Angels, oh. Final Girl, which was a huge hit. Oh. Um, and also uh, Dark Moon, which I haven't played, but I know it's a similar uh, it's a similar game to uh, Balsar Galactica. But anyways... Dark Quarter, what this is, and the reason why they're partnering is Lucky Duck has done a series of games called Chronicles of Crime. Okay. And it is an app-driven game, uh, you know, uh, a mystery detective-solving game. So they've taken that, the um, the technology part of it, and partnered with Evan Derrick and Van Ryder Games to put together this uh, story. It's set in 1980s New Orleans. So we've got this sort of like, you know, sort of noirish, dark vision of the city. And you're going to be playing, it's a rich, dynamic story. Players make decisions. And 
and you're going to try to solve the uh, the mystery here, the, uh, solve the crime here. And what's really cool, what I'm really excited about, not only uh, just the marriage of the you know the app and also the gameplay, is that the characters that you're playing. They don't they, they don't change from scenario to scenario. This is a multi scenario campaign, folks. They're woven into the fabric of the story itself. So you know, as the characters change, decisions are going to change, um, characters are going to change, and some of the events are going to change. I think this is going to be a huge hit, uh, just based on you know the you can see here on the uh, Board Game Geek page some of the early stuff here. Wow, I, I I'm just excited because I know how good City of Angels, uh, uh, Detective City of Angels was, and also I haven't played Final Girl yet, but people love that game, and I think uh, when you throw in the possibilities with like the Chronicles of Crime style app, wow, this is going to be a huge hit. No, that's a yeah, big so, deal. Right? Yeah, Check yeah, yeah. Check this out, friends. Yeah, Dark Quarter from uh, Lucky Duck Games. Cool, an excellent entry. I, I have to admit, I am embarrassed that I did not know the designer because I have played Detective City of Angels, and it's phenomenal. And I have not yeah. played Final Girl, but I played its prequel, Hostage Negotiator, which I assume same. is from the same designer again, and that was a yep. phenomenal game too. So you have definitely... Yeah. I mean, I saw that on the list, and I'll be honest, just based on the box art, it didn't really grab me, and I didn't look past that. I said, oh, yeah. a, a murder mystery thing. Okay, I don't know. But Lucky Duck Games and Van Ryder working together... That's a pretty yeah. that's you know that's a superhero um you know team up if ever I heard one that's a pretty big deal. Yeah, definitely. And you know, it's got the you know not only do you have the app uh you know cuz you know Lucky Duck knows how to do their thing with uh, Chronicles of Crime, but then you throw in uh Evan Derrick who's done uh, Detective uh, City of Angels, super thematic and you meld the two, I think it's going to be a huge hit and I'm looking forward to it. That is Dark Quarter from Lucky Duck Games. I love it. Okay. Well okay. then, let us move on to number nine on the list. Let's see if I can get this on the screen. Yeah, number nine is Royal Hospital, which I believe wow. is going to be coming on Kickstarter uh, this month, very, very shortly. And uh, I have to admit, I've got a soft spot for the subject matter. I am very, very keen on uh, hospital management. There's been quite a few games over the years that have done it, although a lot of them tend to be on the lighter side or you know, they take their inspiration from Theme Hospital. But the thing that really grabbed me about Royal Hospital, uh, which you can uh, you know, go to Kickstarter and you can click the button like I have to be notified when it goes live. By the way, folks, that is true for every single one of these campaigns we're talking about today. Scroll down into the show notes. There will be a link taking you to the pre-launch page. Um, and you will be able to... To learn more. So anyway, uh, Royal Hospital is a game. Let's see. I, I there's not much here on the pre-launch page, but I just want to show a little bit on the Facebook page, which I just loaded up too, of some people playing a prototype. This game uh, is a card-driven one that has a lot more going on. There's a ton of stuff that's being um, uh, 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 modeled in this simulation, and uh, reading it, uh, you know, and, and looking more into it, I very much get a vibe of a game from last year that I really. Really, really dug a lot. Fun fair, which was you know a really oh. rich engine building game, all about you know making the best you know carnival attractions and rides you can do. In this game, it is a card-driven engine building game where you're trying to run a hospital, and so a lot of the cards you play end up making you specialize in certain things, but um, all of them make you stronger at what you're here to do: save people's lives. And um, you know, and how are you going to get the funding for that? What do you specialize? I mean, what type of doctors do you have on? Hand, what uh, types of uh, 
transportation do you have access to? Ambulances and helicopters to rescue lives. And um, so there's there's a, a it seems like from what I've seen a fairly robust hand management engine building element game where okay I'm really going to focus on these things I'm going to be really good at that and now I want to start doing that. What's the other half of the game? Curing the patients. And the interesting thing about that is they're all a bunch of cards that are all face down and you just know roughly I believe what the severity is but it's not until you say okay I'm going to put that patient um you know bring them to my hospital get them on the helicopter get them on the ambulance whatever it is bring them over here and then you flip them over and you find out what do we actually have to do because it's not until you get them you know in the uh, the uh, critical care room or the OR and you open them up you find out whoa we really need these particular resources to be able to pull it off and as soon as you do that as soon as you discover a clock starts ticking for these people and um, I'm always big on games where the passage of time is a major element of the game and so over time once they've been flipped they only have a few rounds and you just put more tokens on them to indicate that they are getting closer and closer you have to get the resources in place will your engine provide that this all sounds fantastic to me again I love the subject matter um and uh, I, I love a really good uh, card engine game. And like I said, last year, Funfair just knocked our socks off. And um, number nine, Royal Hospital might do the same. Yeah, this was uh, this just missed the cut for me, but oh, yeah. I am yeah absolutely one hundred percent interested in this subject matter as well. I've got a lot of family in the uh, medical industry, uh, oh, really? hospitals and and whatnot. Yeah, and Michelle, actually, my wife uh, used to work as a respiratory therapist way back in the day. Oh my so, gosh! Yeah. Anytime there's any kind of medical uh, theme game, she's like, we got to check it out. And this is definitely <laughs> going to be one that we want to look at. So great choice. All right. Hospital. Okay. Let's move on to our number eight li- uh, on the list, folks. Number eight is Birds of a Feather, Western North America. Western uh, North this America. This is a, yeah, this game is from a new company that yes. was uh, just recently announced. Uh, the company's name is Snowbright Studio. Um, this is a reimplementation of a game called Birds of a Feather, mm-hmm. which I played many, many years ago at one of my first like public game nights. Oh my god! And they have reimplemented this. Yes, and I'm super excited. It's a it's a lighter game, but what they've done is taken a lighter game and added just a bit uh, a little bit more strategy uh, involved. And what you're doing is you're you're going to be you're looking for birds, right? And yeah. you know I love the fact that birds are like the hot thing these days. You know, wingspan <laughs> and, and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, uh, here you'll also be looking for birds. You're, you know, you're literally a, a, a bird watcher, and uh, you're going to see different birds and different habitats. And where you do, each player simultaneously is going to reveal a card, and you're going to mark off that card, like what bird you saw, what habitat, and so forth. And it, the game progresses. I think it's uh, you know like seven or eight rounds until you play all of your cards from your hand, and each one that you mark off. It may help other players as well. Right. So the, the habitats are like different colors, like blue, yellow, purple, whatnot. And if they, you know, if you have, you know, a card that plays in that, you will score it, and so will someone else. And what you're trying to do is, you know, gather as many birds as you can uh, in your habitat and what you've seen. Um, I remember this, you know, again, as a, a, a like a game that started our game nights back in the day. You know, light and fun, yet just enough there for a series of, uh, I mean, more hardcore gamers as well. And uh, what they've done to, for the update is, you know, improve the, or done new artwork. They've yes. uh, supposedly improved the graphic design. They also include a mini expansion and... Um, additional rules for a two and three player game because from what i remember this plays great at like six and seven players so i'm really looking forward to this and that is 
Birds of a Feather, Western North America. Yeah, I'm really interested in this one, too. I also very much enjoy a good bird-themed game. And, yeah. um, by the way, the pictures are, are from the earlier version that was from a half a decade ago. As you said, it's all yeah. going to get completely revamped, you know, latest cutting-edge art. But I like the idea that once I play a given bird, that means on future turns, other players want to play the card that matches what I played. So I've kind of yes. opened the door for them. And I think that's so really cool, this idea that we're just kind of playing them and putting them in the center, and then, oh, these are things... We can all score in the future. But did you ever play it as a two-player game back in the day? Because I don't know how that no. works or if it's going to be better at higher player counts. Yeah, and that's why I'm really curious because I never, I've always, I've played this only at a minimum, like five players. Mm -hmm. It would always be like, I remember whenever, who was there first at the game night, we would all play this together. And um, yeah, no less than five. So I'm really curious to see how the two and three player new rules are implemented. Yeah, me too. Me too. Definitely. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, that is cool. Um, let's then move on to number seven on the list, Kingdom Come Deliverance, which is not on Kickstarter. This one is actually on GameFound. Let me uh, go on ahead and bring that up. And... Uh, wait, wait, this is a project draft. Uh, you can go ahead and continue. And um, so this is a narrative adventure co-opter game set between the uh, Crusades and, uh, you know, uh, the Hussites and the calm folk to con the middle. Um, I, what I'm interested in um, is the way that they want to go about doing storytelling in this game. There's actually not that much information here, as I recall. But actually, interestingly, they just say, if you go to the GameFound page, first of all, you can mark that, hey, I'm interested, I want to follow this. But then you can follow the link to BoardGameGeek. And I will now open um, that, because the description here gets a little bit more interesting. And they do show some of the components. It's, uh, you know, the world expands. It's uh, off of a bunch of cards that get played as we move around. And, and we have, you know, typical... Um, I don't think there's any fantasy in here. I think this is more kind of like a hard history type uh, world that we're in. I'm not 100% certain about that. But what really got my attention, this is going to be the second time today, folks, um, that Roel and I are talking about how excited we are about apps in our board games. Because the, uh, this game has a very, very strong app integration for the telling of stories. And they really do talk about that a lot in this description, about how the world remembers what you do and will actually change and you will develop relationships with these people. Stuff that can be done with traditional stacks of cards and shits and whatnot, but to become very, very difficult and burdensome to keep track of all that stuff. And this game, the app does that for you. And we've seen this in other games, Mansions of Madness and whatnot, but it seems like the implementation, the integration between the game and the app is even stronger here. And actually, what really caught my attention and, and fired my imagination more than anything else, really, was the adaptive sound design. Your actions not only alter the story, but the soundscape itself. I don't know about you, Ruel, but we have a really nice Bluetooth speaker in our game, uh, or on our game table. And we just fire up Melodice and play music, you know, that's kind of thematically oh, yeah. tied to the games. Yep. I love the idea of a game that has a soundtrack that as we change things, as things get more dark or grim, or we have a big success, that the music will actually change dynamically to respond oh. to the experiences we are having in the game. That... It's, it sounds like a dumb little thing, but music is so incredibly important and creative, evocative yes. and emotionally powerful moments. And I don't think anybody's hardly done anything with it. And so, but it seems like this is kind of a cornerstone of this app-driven um, medieval era, uh, uh, you know, adve narrative adventure. So I am excited and interested in all of that stuff. And oh my gosh, why is none of this on screen? Has none of this been on screen the whole time? No, so what is what's going on? What the on? heck? Oh, yeah, am I in the... Oh, hold on a second. 
Yep. Okay. And, oh, I well, said good. open in this window. Okay, I'm going to stop for a second. I opened in a new window, and I didn't know. And I was showing you all these pictures all this time of the game. I, I, just, <laughs> I thought because the page wasn't live, there were there were no links. So I was like, oh, yep. okay. But you know what? I, I want to comment up to I love that fact that you have a living, almost like a living, breathing soundtrack to the yes. game as it's played. That is so exciting to me. I, I love that. Like, you know, you're going to be playing, you have your little sound check, and then as things get more intense, the music ramps up. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's yeah. very cinematic, right? I think that is awesome. Wow, that's so cool. Yep. I had no idea this was like that. Yeah, that's what really drew me in. Um, and I, I will definitely be wanting to learn more as this thing goes live. So I've definitely got it marked uh, because, again, I mean, I know some people out there just want nothing to do with it. And you know what? That's fine. This is not a game for you. Not all games are for everybody. But for folks like me and Ruel, and we're excited about how the industry can evolve and change and how games can be more than just things that sit on, I mean, I want a game that's an active participant that knows what I'm doing and makes decisions about that and actually changes itself. And an app will do that for you. Sure, I could go play a role-playing game and get a human dungeon master. That's great too, but that's not really something Jen and I can pull off very well together. So that's why games like uh, Kingdom Come, the board game, are uh, Deliverance are so interesting to me. And apologies yeah. for not putting the images on screen. I totally had them on the wrong screen. Sorry. But anyway, oh, no let's move on. Yeah. I won't goof that up again. What's our number six, Ruel? <laughs> well, before we get to number six, yeah, I'm yeah. Sorry, I got to comment real quick. I'm glad that you mentioned Melodice because I don't think enough people know Oh about my gosh, Melodice. you're it's right. It's a wonderful site, right? And uh, maybe I'm going to add to your list of things to do for work. But if you could add the link to the, to the uh, show notes, I, I think people would appreciate that. Melodice, folks, if you don't know, uh, here, Richard's showing it I right it here is, on yeah. screen. Check it out. I will let you run through it. Just a quick example. Hey, we're going to play some Agricola today. How about I type in Agricola on Melodice.org? Oh, here's all the different games of Agricola and other games that are kind of close. Just Agricola, please. Thanks. And this is a playlist that was actually made by fans of the game. Most of the stuff you'll find in here is taken from video games. Um, but sometimes it's from movie soundtracks or just, you know, classical music, depending on what it is. And, um, yeah, so a lot of this is from, um, you know, Civilization-style uh, video games. Games. Uh, here's something from Deadwood and uh, you know various other things. Anyway, you just start playing, and then it just becomes a uh, background music. Uh, and um, yeah. if you if there's certain tracks you don't like, you can mark. Oh, that one didn't really fit, so you won't hear it next time you come here and stuff like that. It's it's great. I've been using Melodice for years, um, and uh, yeah, it's, there's yeah. so much. And you know, and, and, and don't feel bad if if you come up with a game you're like, oh, there's nothing for this particular game. Um, well, that's okay. Just oh, pick another science fiction game or another um, you know, Egyptian-era game. Okay, if, if, if the game you're playing isn't there, just find Raw. Here's a whole bunch of Egyptian music, uh, Egyptian thing music that you can play in the background of what? Of of uh, Tigers and Euphrates. Although I bet you Tigers and Euphrates is well-known enough. It has its own list, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love Melodice. Um, yeah, Melodice is not here. a sponsor of the show, but it is a great <laughs> system. It, Melodice is why I went out and bought a nice, high-quality Bluetooth speaker. Because I just have that paired with my phone, and when we sit down to play, I fire up Melodice, and we just start playing music, and it just brings the game to life. Yes, I agree. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, I, I love that site, and uh, <laughs> I think more people should be uh, should be aware of it. So, oh yeah, you know, you, yeah. I'll, I'll, sometimes I'll, like for, it's easy when you play like Marvel theme game. I'll just go to like you know YouTube and throw on like you know they have like ten hours of the Avengers uh, theme music and stuff like that. Yeah, Melodice, very specific, very very cool site. Check that out, folks. But hey, let's get back to our list. Yes, we're going to move on to our number six, which is yeah, coming right up here. Yeah. 
Come on now, it is Anister. And I, I'm thinking it's Anister, not Anistire. Anister. Uh, this is a game by, let me make sure we got the, you got the link there. Um, this is a game from Mythic Games, the new one coming out. Um, wow, this, just like all other Mythic productions, it looks awesome. I mean, look at those minis, folks. If you're into minis and games, I mean, this, this is what you're looking for right here. This is a cooperative game for one to four players, so it does have a solo mode. And you are your hero, you're equipping heroes, you can go fight enemies, wizards, warlords, and all kinds of stuff, depending on the different environments that you uh, go on. And as you complete your quest, you're going to level up and, you know, improve your uh, character and uh, in a uh, adventure uh, campaign. And the cool thing about this, I mean, of course, all the cool minis and sure, sure. everything, all, all that stuff. Uh, they, they said that they uh, tweaked their uh, combat system a little bit to emulate brawler video games. Yeah, what does that, that mean? Oh, I saw that. Did you yeah, know what that they mean by that? Yeah, so you've, you've got your cards, but you also have special dice that you're going to use to uh, basically, and I've used this word before, come up with combo-tastic turns <laughs> where you're unleashing the, the combos on your you know foes and hopefully you know, can synergize and uh, you know can defeat the, the, uh, the baddies there. And um, I just think that's cool. I, I, I really, I'm looking forward to trying that specific uh, combat because you know, there's so many different ways you can do combats in board games, right? And I would like to see how this one works. Um, as always, you know, you have asymmetric abilities. Each hero has a specific deck for that hero. Um, so, that, you know, they have different fighting styles and so forth. And um, as you do the campaign mode, you, that deck will improve and your character will evolve over games and stuff. Right. So um, it seems to be, uh, it appears to be, it's going to be one of those quick playing games. Uh, but because of the campaign, it will take, you know, a while to get through it. So I'm excited about this. Uh, Mythic Games, they, they produce some hits. And that's why I'm looking forward to Anister. And that's our number six. Okay. Anister. Cool, cool, cool. Um, is it cooperative? Or is it competitive? Do you remember? Um, yes, it, it is. is a co-op game. There we go. Okay. Yes. Cool. Well, yeah. that 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 uh piques my curiosity then too. Um, yep. I, yeah, I, yeah. I figured it would. So there it is, uh, Anister, folks. Yeah, Jen, I were very impressed last year by uh, Mythic's uh, Solomon Kane, which was a really yeah. far out co-op, unlike anything else. So yeah, I mean, if this is a follow-up, definitely interesting. Cool, cool, cool. Yep. Alrighty then, move in right along to number five. We have got Thorgal, the board game. And I'm not oh. sure if that means it's t if there's if there's a book or there's a video game that's tied to Thorgal. Yeah. Um, you know the fact that they call out that it's a board game. I have to admit I didn't really look at that very closely. Um, what really got my attention about this, and this is on GameFound by the way right now, well, there's a few things. Um, one is Portal Games, and Portal Games uh, they have. The, you know, some of the best produced games consistently out there. And um, I'm really, really intrigued too because, let's see, where was it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this is a big Book of Maps style game, you know, roving adventures all around the world and all of that. I imagine it's probably going to do a lot of the kind of stuff we expect. Uh, let's see, I think the 10 tw uh, standalone scenarios, each one taking, you know, an hour and a half to two hours to play. Uh, they are not a campaign, so it's just a bunch of independent stories. Uh, it's got a book of maps, lots of travel, lots of adventure. All of that is very, very nice. None of that is why I put this on the list. I put this on the list because, while it has a strong narrative element, it also features a fan-favorite selection mechanism similar to Puerto Rico or Race for the Galaxy, where every turn, Ooh. one player chooses an action and everybody else follows that action. 
Yes, please. One yep. of the greatest Euro-style gameplay mechanisms of all time that pretty much only exists in the realm of Euro-style games. There's lots of games that have done it over the year. Transferring that over into a big, bombastic, um, you know, heavily produced adventure game, that's interesting. That's, you know, that is chocolate and yeah. peanut butter. Um, you know, that is fusion <laughs> gameplay, which is why I'm really, really stoked. And again, and, you know, I mean, Portal Games, their big thing is storytelling in games. I mean, you know, their founder, not sure, he wrote a book called Storytelling in Games, or, or I forget the exact title. So, I mean, I yeah. have the utmost confidence this is going to be a, an engrossing narrative, but a narrative not driven by the traditional, oh, yeah, let's just move three steps and roll some dice and hit some bad guys, but using um, you, know, uh, uh, you know the following mechanism from some of my favorite games of all time. That yeah. really gets me interested in a big way in Thorgal, the board game. Yeah, you know, I, I remember seeing this and I just, I, I passed over it. I didn't even realize it was a portal game, but then yep. I had no idea it had that Puerto Rico slash Race for the Galaxy mechanism. That gets me excited, so yeah. I need to yeah, check yeah. this one out as well. Yeah, that's great. Okay, good call. Uh, we're going to move on to our number four now, friends. Let's it do it. Is, uh, come on now, four? Let's see, is it showing up? You can do it, number four. Open a second. Come on, four. Fujiyama. Okay. This is a lesser known game. Did you? I don't know if you saw this one. I, oh, you I know what? I did see this. I did, did okay, see good. this, and I actually cool. spent some time looking at it, and I just yeah. couldn't quite get my head around it. So please yeah, so, inform me because yeah. I mean, it looks lovely. Uh, it looks so it warm and charming and inviting. It says it's yeah. heartwarming yet strategic. So yes. Um, oh, let me put it on the screen. That, How about yeah? That, there we yeah, go. That's the one. That's the one that got me. Uh, right there, heartwarming yet strategic. And I actually went to the uh, web page, and it is a Japanese-based company. And you know, there's just this thing with you know the Japanese uh, board game designers. I mean, they're they're doing they're doing some wonderful work out there. They have the Tokyo Game Market, what twice a year. Uh, Oint Games is based there. Very cool games, very streamlined. And in this case, Fujiyama. This is actually not one, but two games. You're going to be backing Fujiyama and also um, Ajisi, I believe. But we're going to talk about Fujiyama first. You're, this is about the creation of Mount Fuji, and it's a tile-laying game. And I, again, it is beautiful. But here's the thing, uh, Richard, that I'm really excited about. This is a, a tile placement game where... You know, instead of taking tiles from a common like uh, deck or whatever, right? You're going to take tiles from your opponents on either side of you. Okay, and that's what's going to determine how your you know view of uh, Mount Fuji is uh, created. It almost reminds me if you if you ever played Lanterns, the tile uh, game back in the day from Oh my gosh, um, yes, Chung. Uh huh. It sort of reminds me a little bit about that, where your opponents can sort of determine what you get. Uh, but this this is more strict uh, tile play uh, tile placement. And what this is cool is uh, what makes this really neat is that if they take your tiles you don't just get hose or you, you don't just take your tiles or whatever you're going to get compensated with an, like an animal piece so that'll help your score and stuff so again it looks beautiful I'm really interested to check out that um uh, mechanism, and then the second game that they're also um, kickstarting at the same time is Ajasai. Oh, uh, A J I S A I. Oh. Okay, yeah, it's going along with that. If you could scroll down to the bottom there, it, uh, yeah, right there it says Nanaro Hydra. Yeah, it's about hydrangeas. Hi hydrangeas. Okay. Is, yeah, it's this yeah. one. All right. Yes. But here it is. Uh, you see the beautiful hydrangeas. It's an Othello style battle game. I have not played Othello. Ooh. 
but I know it's a classic abstract. They've taken that and, you know, replaced it with this whole beautiful uh, hydrangea, you know, flowers and stuff. And, you know, I don't know Othello, but what I do know is that you're going to be flipping these tiles and changing colors depending on where you move and you can trap your opponents and stuff. So it is an abstract game, but again, it looks beautiful. I'm going to def definitely check both of these games out, and that's Fujiyama. I have to admit, I'm very embarrassed. I saw this entry and, you know, the whole, you know, charming yet strategic. I'm like, oh, I want to put this on the list. And I actually spent yeah. a fair... First of all, I'm an idiot. I didn't recognize that it's two separate games. I feel very oh. silly about that. But I looked at the other one, the Fujiyama, and the yeah. idea that... I, th I believe it's that, okay, we were tiles, and um, I end up giving you a tile, and I want to give yes. you a bad tile that's not going to be good for you, but then if you end up using it... Anyway, then you get like an extra, or I get a reward. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. So I kind of want to give you a good one that you want to use, but I because then I'll get a reward. But by the same token, I don't want you to use a good one, so I want to give you a bad one yep. that you won't use. I thought that sounded really cool, and um, yeah. I'd be very interested to know how that works for two because it, the whole thing is, as you said, I'm doing this with the player to my left and my right. Right. Yeah. That, that's that's what I'm wondering too. How the two player version. Yeah. Works. Yeah. But yeah, it, it looks it looks wonderful. I I, I love I love it. Wow, I am even more embarrassed. I didn't even see there was a whole second game that looks just <laughs> absolutely lovely. Well, yes. good call. I am very glad you caught that one. Um, because, Thank yeah, you. I think that's worth definitely checking out. As is, folks, our number three from Northwood. Uh, which, I have to admit, I had not heard of at all until last night around 1 a.m. when I am dutifully going through the 700 games that are pr on pre-launch status on BoardGameGeek. And here's the thing, Ruel. I was really shocked this month. More than any other time, there was just a cavalcade of amazing stuff on GameFound. GameFound, yeah. watch out, Kickstarter. GameFound is coming for you. Yeah. This week, I had more GameFound uh, projects that I was interested in than Kickstarter ones, quite frankly. And um, one of them is definitely for Northwood, uh, which is a solo trick-taking game. And I have to admit, I mean, I'm really not that into trick-taking, as a general rule. And honestly, I'm not that much into solo. But um, the video that they've got on here, which is you know one of the great things about GameFound, um, is they can do so much more with their attract pages. They can put videos. They actually have um, you know forums where people can talk. Although apparently, not many people know about For Northwood yet. But they should, because... Let me see. Uh, yeah, they just had uh, Taylor here. I'm not familiar with him. Apparently, Taylor was in the middle of doing a month-long stream uh, or video videos about uh, solo trick takers. Um, and I, I don't want to spoil his video, but he declared this one was the best one he played over the month uh, because it added so much more. And Taylor did such an amazing job of getting me excited about this as he was demonstrating it with the digital implementation, but this is obviously going on GameFound to get a physical copy. So here's the deal. It is a trick-taking game doing all the standard trick-taking stuff of, you know, oh, there's the lead and you have to follow. If you can't follow, then you can, you know, use alternate suits and there's Trump suits and all that. And the way it works is, as part of setup, there are a bunch of adorable absolutely adorable animals, and at the beginning of a round, you pick one of these animals to say, hey, this is the animal I am going to befriend. But that means, okay, did I befriend that one? I have to win six tricks. 
uh, you know, in the upcoming rounds of trick-taking. Or, oh, that one's a bit easier. I only have to win three tricks to get that particular one. But what you're doing there, when you pick which animal you're going to visit, you are committing to, I must win exactly this many tricks. No more, no less. You know, which is something you see in some trick-taking games where you, like, have to hit a specific score. And so you have to do that. And then you just start playing solo trick-taking against a deck. The deck uh, is always the lead. They always draw the first card. And so then you have to follow, or you can break and just follow all the regular trick-taking stuff. But the, the trick is, as you actually make friends with these creatures, if you can hit the targets you set for yourself, they give you cool special powers that let you break all the normal trick-taking rules. And as well, there are ally cards that are on the board at all times as well that let you, you know, change cards, draw extra cards, swap them, break the normal trick-taking rules. And I actually watched... Um, uh, again, I can't say how late it was at night. I was just so entranced by Taylor's demo. It's like, this looks like so much freaking fun! I definitely want to try it. And now, I'm just going to throw this out there for the developers of uh, For Northwood, which, hey, congratulations. It looks like you have made an absolutely phenomenal thing that I didn't even know existed. Solo trick-taking. And apparently you've done it better than anybody else. I am hoping, 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 maybe if you're successful, maybe if you have a stretch goal, you might do the whole owner him thing and come up with a two-player set of rules, too. Because, I mean, as I was watching this, I could totally see how, with a few tweaks, I could play this two-player with Jen, and both of us are working cooperatively. We've had a few cooperative trick-taking games over the last few years. Some of them are amazing. Some of them are like, eh, it's not quite there. I think this could be one of the best. It already looked, well, according to Taylor, who studied all of them, it is the best solo trick taker. And again, go check out the GameFound page. The links are all these down in the show notes. Watch a few minutes of Taylor walking through this digital implementation. Um, and I think you will be as impressed as I am with our number three for Northwood. Wow, I need to watch that video. If I mean, I didn't know solo trick taking was a thing, honestly. So it's a thing. Yeah, this is news to me too. Yeah, I, I, I this just got past me. But that's what we're here for. It is you know dig up those gems, yeah. and I, I am excited about this. Yeah, I played you know some uh, cooperative uh, trick takers. Uh, it's like Fox in the Forest uh, duet yeah. or duel or whatever it is, and stuff like that. But this, oh, uh, a solo one. I, I'm all about it, and it looks adorable. The art yeah. is so cute, and yeah, that's. Good call. Thanks. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely checking that one out. All right. But let's move on to our number two. Uh, we're going to, we, you know, that, that that's, you know, a, a wonderful choice. But I think you're going to like this one. I, I'm almost positive this was on your list as well. Yeah. Our number two is a new not a new Naki Dawn of the Gods. Ah, yes. Um, Folks, if you want to know if this was on my list, another reason to watch the extended episode is after we're here done doing the show that you're watching right now, we're going to go back to the live audience and we're going to tell them all the other games that didn't quite make the list. And I'll tell you whether um, uh, Anunnaki made my list or not. But Ruel, why don't you tell the nice people about it? Yeah, uh, it's a 4X game by Simone Luciani. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know that name, mm -hmm. folks, Luciani, Sulkin, Barrage, Voyager Marco Polo, you can go on and on. Just an amazing designer, and this is the latest, and we'll see if it's the greatest uh, game. Uh, it's interesting. It's set in the past, but it's like a dystopian past, so you've got mythology and sci-fi clashing and... You know, I like my Forex games, so you're going to be building bases, recruiting troops, you know, and exploring, developing your tech, um, you know, partnering sometimes by with trade contracts. But, of course, you're going to eventually going to start fighting uh, using your armies and stuff. And this is this is what really caught my eye. You know, of course, the designer's pedigree, of course, caught my eye. But 
they they claim to have this really interesting and innovative action selection system so you can actually they don't claim you know, they do in a, this action selection right? system is amazing yeah right and so um i mean i don't know how close you looked at it but i thought it was interesting like you can go down like a predetermined path right yeah. uh, actions path and then you can re like they call it reincarnating the gods or whatever to perform those actions or you can use a uh, pre-established uh, paths or you can uh, give up some of those deities and jump freely from action to action which wow i do you know i i've not heard of anything like that i think that's really interesting they got one path that you can do yeah. or you can just jump from exactly uh, give yeah. up something and jump to jump to jump yeah it's 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 all to do with this star every this is every player's board that they've got in front of them and basically yes. there are all these different action tiles you can do that let you do different things and of course they're tiles so they can be moved around they can be changed and all yeah. that but the thing is once you do the action over on the far right side of the uh of your star you do that action the next the uh-huh. biggest thing you should do is the next one in order because if you do these uh, as you said on the prescribed path then you will get to fill these spaces in between and get bonuses so your ideal thing is right okay what is the path i'm going to follow along this star and okay if i do the it's like i'm i'm forcing myself into a programming language i do x and then y and then z and i'll pick up all these bonuses but in any given time you want this is an area control game and you know what what you thought you were going to conquer maybe you can't conquer anymore and to heck with that i'm not going to do this action i'm going to jump all the way over here and start making a different path this is one of the coolest action collection selection systems i've seen in a long time yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's really exciting. And, you know, again, it's going to change based on, you know, what your opponents are doing. And, you know, hey, maybe I can't take that path now. I've got to jump over here in order to fend off so-and-so coming out. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, I cannot wait to see this. And that's why it's our number two. Anu- I want to say, am I saying it correctly? It's such an interesting name, right? Anunnaki, An- I think. Anunnaki. That's Dawn my guess. Dawn of the Gods. Dawn of the Gods, yeah. yeah. Like you said, from um, one of my top ten designers of all time. Simone yep. Luciani. Yes, I obviously it didn't make my top five, which is what this list is. <laughs> my five favorites, your five favorites fused together. But um, oh, I have more thoughts about it. Definitely. Um, right. Yeah, right. and I and I and I definitely think it earns this spot so high on our list at number two. But um, nope, uh, there is another one that I don't think you will be able to argue against, Ruel. Uh, it is yeah. very important now that we talk about the number one game on um, our list today. Sleeping Gods, Distant Skies. Yeah. Did you know that was coming? I mean, oh yeah. Of course, yeah, I, of course you did. Uh, but did anybody yeah. not see that coming? If you're actually paying attention, <laughs> this is another one that's on GameFound. By the way, I, I should point out. And um, just in case the uh, the name Sleeping Gods doesn't mean anything to you, this is um, the next game from designer artist extraordinaire Ryan Lockett. And Sleeping Gods was a big, expansive, narrative, story-driven game that has hundreds of hours of gameplay, and probably more so than any other board game in history, really captures that open-world feel, go wherever you want, do whatever you want, that we see so often in video games like Red Dead Redemption or something like that. And Sleeping Gods truly brought that into board gamedom and did it brilliantly. I mean, I think it's gotten near universal praise. Absolutely amazing. And so now, here's a sequel. 
And this is not a, uh, you know, uh, the same game, or this is not an expansion. This is a whole new game, because in the original Sleeping Gods, we were in this fantastical Land of the Lost-style world, and we were, um, you know, uh, basically um, getting around from place to place on a, on a, a 20 era steamer ship. Now, we are flying around. We are traveling the distant skies of the Land of the Sleeping Gods. So, I expect traveling around the world will be different, because, hey, no surprise, uh, it is different to fly than to sail. But I expect the same incredible presentation, the same epic, wonderful, warm, and human, uh, just beautifully uh, told stories and whatnot, and uh, really, really smart gameplay. Uh, Sleeping Gods was a co-op. This is another co-op where players share control over a uh, ragtag group of people who are just trying to find a way to get home, much like Marshall, Will, and Holly on a routine expedition when the greatest earthquake ever known. Um, I, I will stop right there. Uh, so the, the subject matter is great, wonderful, warm, evocative. Everybody loves Sleeping Gods. And I can only assume this is Ryan, or the artist designer, taking all the lessons he learned from his magnum opus and doing even more with it, which is why it's our number one, a Sleeping Gods Distant yeah. Skies. Very, very, very nice choice. Cannot yes. argue that no. one bit. Ryan Lockett, you know, as he said, a board game designer, artist, design, extraordinaire. Uh, amazing. Can't wait to check it out. All right. All right. Well, cool. We have done it again, Ruel, once again. Um, But the question is, uh, did you folks do it? Did you hear one of us say the secret word purple? If so, what was the game? Send that to contest at rotto.com. You've got a week to do it. And hopefully you can win a copy of Decorum from our sponsor, Floodgate Games. And believe me, you'll be very happy if you do. Uh, I... I've just been sitting here the whole time. I just want to get Jen back in here and keep playing. All right. Yep. yep. Okay. Okay. So, that'll be it. That, That's it for today, right? That would be it then. We are done. Okay. And, um, oh, one other thing I should say before you go, folks. By the way, if you are having trouble catching the secret words, I understand. We can be pretty sneaky about it sometimes. Did you know that if you subscribe to the Twitch feed, which means you can watch us live on Twitch without ads, or if you back the Rotto Runs Through Patreon for just a dollar a month, you'll unlock all kinds of benefits, one of which is we'll just come right out and tell you when the secret word was so you can enter the contest without any of the stress of trying to, you know, listen. So, just throwing that out there in case you're curious, but otherwise, Ruel... Thank you for um, weathering the storm or the lack of power, as happened this morning, uh, and showing up for one more episode. Thanks for everybody watching. And uh, most importantly to me at this point, thank you very much to sponsor the show, Floodgate Games. Have a nice day, everybody. Talk to you later. So long. Uh, Bye-bye. Hello. Okay. All right. Wow, that was great. Great, great call. Great show. Another another 10 games. And friends in chat, thanks for hanging out. Uh, yep. We're back here for a few more. We got a few minutes uh, left before we well, uh, got to get out of here. As promised, let's talk about the others. Um, yes. What's it? Uh, my Yeah. In my 10, it was Sleeping Gods and then for Northwood. And, uh, or, oh, no. I, I got to. No, that's my short list. Where's my long list? Right. So um, I had Birds of the Feather. Um, I think that was my number okay. four. 
had to have it. Nice. I am so intrigued by that game. And um, as yeah. I understand, I didn't want to go too deep on it. They are introducing a third dummy player that represents a third player right. that we can both leverage. I love it when games do that myself. Mm-hmm. Um, let's yeah. see here. And then, oh, The Great Wall is getting a big old second edition. And um, a lot of people missed it. Oh. And as far as I know, The Great Wall, you can only get it via crowdfunding. So I was kind of wanting oh. to let people know. Uh, Awakened Realms is bringing it back. And um, you know, it made Tom Vassell's okay. top 10 of the year. And both Jen and I were super impressed by it as well. So I thought that was worth pointing out. It's coming soon on GameFound. And um, I had Royal Hospital. Oh, uh, Maglev Metro is getting a very nice set of expansions. That's a very, very cool uh, pick-up-and-deliver slash engine-building game. Perhaps an industry first. Crossing, as it does, engine-building with... uh, uh, What do you call it? Uh, Pick-up-and-deliver. And and then uh, Anaki... I went back and forth. Ultimately, I put it at the top of my list because uh-huh. I love that action select mission. I love... I actually um, watched uh, Paul Grogan of Gaming Rules did a long playthrough with the developers, and I watched it for quite a bit, and like, yeah, too much fighting. Just too much fighting for me. It uh, breaks my heart. Yeah. I hope they yeah. will have a co-op mode I, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it is a 4X game. You're yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, and then uh, oh, and then other... I should point this out, folks. Only you will get to know. I don't know if I really care about this one or not because they're being really sly. I'll have to put this back on screen. Let me get the link mm-hmm. for it. Um, it's a new game. That's the title. A new game by Cyanide and game. Happiness. Um, and they're, oh, they're just okay. saying, Hey, you know what? Um, on April 5th, we'll tell you what the game is when we launch. And, um, and okay. here's the deal. I don't know if it's good or not. I do like the cyanide and happiness cartoons. I, I really, really enjoy them. I like the presentation. I like the humor. Um, I suspect this will be a party game I don't care about, but I still want to mention it yep. anyway, because if you follow it, you get this for free. Oh, look at that. Cool. You get there, the made cyanide happiness, the, the little, you know, generic talky dude in the cartoon. You get, I mean, oh. these are cool little minis, and you get this one for free just by following. So follow, even if you don't want to back, you don't want to miss out because if you don't follow before it launches on April 5th, you can't get the free little mini just if, in case it turns cool. out. I mean, look at those minis. They look really cool. I have no idea what the wow. game is. They're not going to tell anybody uh, because it is literally just a new game. So I couldn't, I just didn't know, that was just too weird to actually put on the main list, but it definitely caught my attention just because I want that mini. It looks so cool. Oh, that's interesting. Wow. Yeah. So you follow, you just get a free mini. That's great. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you, you, you get a free mini if you actually back it. I mean, if you back it. Yeah. But if you weren't following it, then you forego. I bet you, you can still get the mini. It's just, you'll have to pay. Actually, I think it even says, I think it is that it's like a $10 mini that you get for free. Yes. They will, they will charge you $10. Um, so get that $10 mini for free by following. And then just, I mean, it's, it's a brilliant marketing strategy. Look, we will offer you a $10 mini so that you will just get an email the day we go live. So there's a better chance you'll actually back our game. Really smart. Cool. What about you? What else was on your list? The other ones on my list were, uh, dead by daylight, the board game. Mm. I'm assuming dead by daylight's a video (gasps) game, but it's, uh, right. Um, it is, uh, um, from level 99 games and I've liked, I, I liked the game they did last year called bullet, uh, which was wonderful. And I think, you know, just that company they're they're doing some good work there. Also, uh, series or C E R E S, uh, series, series um, yep. from, yeah, series from our, our TPA games, yep. uh, asteroid mining corporations. Um, next up, uh, crossroads in the innkeepers creed. This is a, uh, more of a fantasy game, but, uh, you're what I, what drew me into this was you're building a tavern and trying to get people there. It's an engine building game about building a tavern. And speaking of unique themes, another one, Storm Chasers. You are actually Storm Chasers uh, trying to um, 
chase storms and avoid damage and increase your income. And finally, the last one, I this was unique to me, Tomten, T-O-M-T-N, or Tomten. Uh, it's a holiday game, so it's sort of like Christmassy based, yeah. and your gnomes working and partying through the holidays. And so those are the <laughs> other ones on my list. Cool. <laughs> you know what? That just reminded me. One of them, De- Dead by Daylight, is one that Shay is going to be covering in theory if the prototype oh, shows okay. up in time. And here's the deal. Awesome. Guess what we forgot to put in the show? The upcoming. Oh. Totally forgot a major portion of the show. I've got oh, the list no. right here. Even more so, I spent the time this morning. There's them getting all the. Getting them all ready so I can just walk through them. Oh so my gosh. I, we have to record this right now, and I've got to insert this after the fact. Yeah, um, let's do it. So, okay. So, are, are you cool? I mean, I, I know we normally try to get Absolutely. you out of here by two, but you got a few more minutes? Okay. We'll go through them pretty yeah, quick. Let's do this. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. All right. Let me put this back on. Sorry, folks. I thought we were going to have time for QA. No, we do not. <laughs> we have to finish what we started. <laughs> okay. So, let me come back. I don't know where I'll insert this, but I'll just have a very general. Um, or, you know what? Hey, how about you act as if you're interrupting me? And because um, chances are I'm talking because I'm a blabbermouth and I just okay. can't shut up and say, <laughs> yeah. hey, wait a minute. Aren't you forgetting something? You can do one of those kind yeah. of things. All right. OK. Yeah. OK, cool. All right. Um, ready? All right. All right. Um, <clears throat> OK. Oh, whoa, whoa, wait a second, Richard. Are we forgetting something? Uh, yes. Yes, I am. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me, folks. Before we get to the main list of the 10 that we're really excited, uh, we've got a few other games to talk about because there are actually several games that are going to be covered on the channel in the month of April and maybe May in some cases. And uh, we generally don't put those on our top 10 list because we're already covering them. And um, we're already really excited about them. And so we want this show to be about, um, you know, highlighting as many things as possible. So, without any further ado, let me come over here and talk about another, geez, looks like maybe 12 games or so. Uh, let's start with Auto, or I'm sorry, um, Assault on Doom Rock, the Ultimate Edition. Actually, this might be live this very second. Uh, when I woke up this morning, it was supposed to go live. It hadn't gone live yet, but um, Shay has done a fantastic run-through of one of my favorite fantasy co-ops of all time. This is a new Super Ultimate Edition, streamlines the gameplay. Uh, if I haven't, if you haven't seen it yet, you'll see the video for it very shortly. Uh, it's got a great sense of humor, a really unique uh, approach to combat, and uh, we're going to be covering it on on the channel this month. Then we've got Autobahn. Uh, this Ooh. is one I covered. Oh yeah. my goodness, this is fantastic. You'll be able to see my run through for it coming soon. This is a very crunchy uh, Euro game all about Germany recovering from the Second World War all the way up to the modern day, rebuilding their industry thanks to the extension of the Autobahn. And here's the thing that really makes this stand out, Ruel. It's a pick up and deliver game that Jen and I actually like which is uh-huh. a rarity. Nice. And when you see how they did it, you're like, wow, why don't all pick-up-and-deliver games do it this way? Okay, then there is Cookie Run Kingdom, the board game. Now, this is tied in, I guess, with a very popular app video game, which I have not played. It looks very adorable. It's about a kingdom being built by little gingerbread uh, people, and then they have to fight <laughs> off monsters and whatnot. And um, we'll be having coverage of it uh, when it goes live. Then there is Citrus, which is interesting. We first talked about this last year. 
here in a show much yeah. like this one. We're just like, hey, this sounds really cool. And um, the developer, it's actually funny, the developer of Citrus did a reaction video of us talking about the game. Um, you know, oh. saying where we got oh, it right yeah. and where we got it wrong. It was awesome. I was just watching it this nice. morning. Uh, but anyway, it turns out, uh, yeah, it seems really cool. And we are going to be covering it when it launches. Uh, this is a game that is best uh, described as uh, Matt Damon's Elysium, the board game. It's a worker placement slash action selection game with a, uh, a, a table presence that supplants uh, Everdell. And actually, in terms of looks and functionality, watch for that run-through coming soon. Then there is Damask. This is interesting. This is a more abstract game about spinning silk. And you know Rodney Smith of Watch It Played? He always says, I never give opinions about anything. I just saw a video of him talking the other day saying, this is one of the best games I've played recently. Um, when he, when he oh, saw wow. it at Aircon in the UK. It made, I mean, he right. was very excited. And so if Rodney is going to break his own self-imposed gag rule and say, this is a game I very much enjoyed, well, it's probably something that's worth paying attention to. And we'll be covering it when it goes live. Then there is Dead by Daylight. I'm not sure if we're going to get this one in time. Uh, we're still trying to figure out uh, you know, when the launch date is and if we'll get the prototype. If so, this will be a, um, a vampire hunting game uh, with a really great presentation that Shay will be uh, covering. And then there is um, um, Dun Hong, Pearl of the Silk Road. And you know, I brought Shay on the channel mostly to cover, um, you know, adventure-y, Ameritrashy style games. This is one he was so excited about, and he did a great job. You'll see his video run through for it soon. This is a, uh, a worker placement, goods conversion style game. The interesting thing about it being set on the Silk Road is every time you play, you combine a different combination of modules that adds a different set of unique game-changing rules. So the game keeps reinventing itself every time you play. Very, very neat sounding. And then there is Nightmare Cathedral, which I believe has already launched. But in theory, a, uh, a a prototype is on its way to us now, so we hope to have a video up before the campaign for it is over. What's interesting about this is, you wouldn't know it, this is from Board and Dice. And it has all the interesting, crunchy gameplay, uh, Euro gameplay of a Board and Dice game, but it's a gothic horror setting, which is unlike anything they've ever done before. So that is very, very interesting. Paradox Initiative is a remake 2.0 reboot of of a very cool bejeweled style Euroy puzzle game I covered over half a decade ago. I just finished filming this the other day. Very impressive. It improves in every possible way. And um, if, probably the most important or the most amazing thing to me about this game is the lineup of artists on this game is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, I believe the baseball term is a murderer's row of incredible <laughs> artists. Uh, you know, think of all the biggest names in the industry. There's a good chance they worked on Paradox Initiative. I'm not going to name names because they're going to be rolling that out as it gets closer to the campaign. But oh my gosh, wait till you see uh, just how beautiful this game is. And then Sea of Legends, um, Vengeance of the Empires, I believe. And we actually uh -huh. covered this last year. And so this is a new expansion of a very, very cool and very popular narrative-driven uh, adventure on the high sea pirate game. And Stellar Expedition. Uh, when I watched Shay do his preview for it and his final thoughts, he said, "You are." never going to get closer to Star Trek the board game than this game uh, because it is all for the most part about peaceful exploration of the galaxy. Yes, combat happens sometimes but um, this will give you all of the Enterprise vibes or by which I mean um, Star Trek Next Generation vibes um, so it seems very, very cool Through Ice and Snow, another I mean, man, there's a lot coming, Ruel Oh my yeah, goodness. there's so much good yeah. stuff here. Uh, this, <laughs> yeah, this is a, a big, uh, another interesting Euro game all about um, charting a passage through the, uh, or you're charting the Northwest Passage 
message. And the interesting thing about this one, we've talked about this one on a previous, uh, you know, upcoming Kickstarters as well, is that um, players, even though we're competitive, we're all competing for glory, we're all part of the same expedition. And so what one player chooses to do affects everybody as we try to explore, as we try to build infrastructure, as we try to make connections. Um, and it's very, very sharp. My run-through of that will be coming soon. And then the last one, I don't have a picture for. It's called Unseen Domains. We may not get this one in time. This one might be in a future month. But I put up a box cover for Asonia because this is from the same publisher as a Sonia. It's set in the same dark alternate uh, middle, uh, you know, middle ages Europe as a Sonia where magic has shown up. And um, actually every game that publisher Unseen Domain or uh, the publisher has put out is set in this contiguous Unseen Domains. And this is, I believe, the fourth game set in their universe. And it's the biggest, boldest, splashy uh, adventure game. A Sonia uh, is one of the best deck builders I've seen in years. So if they did such an amazing job um, in their Unseen Domains universe with a deck builder, I'd be very interested to see when Shea covers it when they do a big, expansive, uh, you know, exploration, adventure-style board game. Phew! That's Ooh. a lot. Thank you for reminding that me. That is a lot. Okay. Yeah, no problem. All right, so okay. let's get back to it then. Okay. And then we will cut that in. Oh, my oh. goodness. Yeah, it was a long list. Um, it was just ridiculous. <laughs> oh, nice job. Wow, that's a ton. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Okay, we are now eight minutes over our allotted time. Do you want to do some Q and A, or do you have to yeah, get back to? Yeah, we do. Well, let's answer a couple of questions. Okay, okay. They, um, they've stuck with us this long, after all. Yeah, you know, you figured. Yeah, you've been here long enough. Thank you, friends, for hanging out. Uh, let's see. Um, Look at this big old queue. Uh, right off the bat, I see one of them from Andrew Scott saying, uh, "Hey, what Kickstarter games are you doing run-throughs of this month?" Uh, thanks Great for uh, thank you for uh, stepping up and helping us save ourselves. I will edit that in <laughs> after the fact. I can't believe I totally forgot that. It's honestly it's because yeah. I was really focusing on the Uganda thing. Um, man, we yeah. should have mentioned that again. No, I mean people don't make it to the end of the video anyway. But I really do hope that thing succeeds. It's so beautiful. What they're doing. I do too. Yeah, yeah. But what else? We got? Uh, let Let's see. Here's a, I'll just randomly choose some. Have you heard of the Geekway to the West board game convention? And have you ever thought about attending? I believe I've heard of it. It's somewhere in the Midwest, right? I yes, I believe it's St. Louis. Okay. Um, and they have, from what I... I was there last year for uh, Stonemire Design Day. From oh. what I've seen, they have a thriving board game uh, scene out there. Oh, really? I mean, there's a couple of companies out there besides Stonemire. Um, there's a few companies out there. And just the the people that I met at um, the, the event, they were just... Oh, so passionate about the games. I'm like, I would love to attend, folks. If there's any way y'all could get me out there, I would love to go there. Because I think it's uh, the people that are wonderful. Um, I connected not only with Jamie Stegmaier, but also a bunch of other content creators and a few people uh, just in, in the scene there. So, yes, I have heard of the Geekway. I would love to check it out someday. And yeah. Richard, if you ever could make it out there, I think it would be, be amazing. Okay. Okay, let's see what else we got. Um, best worst historical figure. I don't know. Look, I was talking about that. The best oh, maybe trying to get us to uh, talk and do an argument. Maybe? Oh, probably, yeah, yeah. I, okay, that, uh, this okay. This I'm wondering about, Rada. What was your favorite theater experience play, and what was your role in it? Were you an actor before? Well, what? that sounds like a, maybe a good topic for some future trivia. Yeah. Okay. Save that. We're gonna okay. save that. Okay. Thank you, Forest of Glass. Um, next time it comes up, Rado on the list. If you remember, I will. I will talk about my uh, mini thespian adventures. 
Nice. I, I did not know. Okay. Uh, hey, Foxy. Oh, hi, Jackie. Uh, are we ever going to see a stream with Jen and Michelle instead of you guys? <laughs> I wish. The, the J&M show, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or the MJ show, which actually has a nice Spider-Man yeah. uh, crossover as well. Oh, actually, right. I like that, yeah. Yeah, that's um, funny. I don't uh, know. Probably, it seems like Michelle yeah, is a bit more Michelle... comfortable on camera than Jen is. Yeah. Yeah, and Michelle's, I don't think she'd, uh, it would be one of those things. It would have to be all four of us, I think, if, mm -hmm. if she would ever uh, agree to that. But no. That's interesting. That's funny. Thanks. We Jack. came close. Uh, Jen did appear when the three of us did the uh, RVR show for um, D Stella oh, Dixit. Yeah. Stella Dixit, yeah. Yep. Uh, who knows? Maybe we can we can talk to them in it. That would be, that'd be, would be fun. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Um, someone was asking, if you were going to start your collection over, and want a good variety. Which games would you get first? Oh my gosh. I could probably sit here for hours trying to figure that out. I, I, you know, if, if you're a backer of the show on Patreon, um, for $2 a month, folks, you get all kinds of benefits. One of them is the monthly Rotto Ramble. One of like the, a few years ago, I did a Rotto Ramble was, hey, if I don't own any games and I have $200, what games do I buy? And actually, I did like three different collections. I could have this collection, this collection, or this collection. That was a lot of work. Oh. Um, and I'm actually kind of yeah. proud of it. It's one of my best rambles, I think. Um, so if you've ever got two bucks to put together and you don't want to look for those secret words anymore, just throw them my way. And uh, you'll be able to watch, literally at this point, I think like I've got like 40 rambles or so of stuff like that. Nice. Okay. There it is, folks. Check watch, that out. Watch me uh, uh, for... turn a, a legitimate question into a sales pitch. Whee! <laughs> I love it. Uh, let's. Uh, here, here's a question. I guess if someone wants some of those uh, cute glass thingies, I saw that you put some for auction on the uh, Jack Vassell Foundation. That is true. Um, actually, if you want to check that out, I did make a URL for it, but we just didn't publish it as widely because we were so focused on our own stuff. Um, the the uh, let's see the URL. Let me see if I can do this. Let me see if it actually still works. That's not the browser. Here's the browser. If you go to JV, which is short for Jack it will... Oh, I am looking at the wrong browser again. There we go. <laughs> jv.rotto.com. Um, I think I did that again, didn't I? Oh, it doesn't matter. Um, right, here we are. Yeah, number 13. I'm on the first page. And what are we up to now? It's, um, you know, get four. Not necessarily these four, but get four. Jen will make a special set. And um, get four sets of the Rotto cards. And get me to basically do a run-through of any game you want. Last I knew, the bid was up to 300 Oh, wow. Yeah. So, cool. um, and I, I forget, I think this runs for like another week or so. So that is another way to get the Ukrainian uh, bits because Jen just had to stop taking new orders. Yeah, you have until yeah, April 2nd understood. to bid on that. Cool. Okay, nice. Uh, let's continue here. We've got... Um, oh, where's that go? Okay. Um, Rado, I remember uh, that the Gloomhaven Steam version is developed by old colleagues of you. Is that true? They seem very experienced. Early access was incredibly stable and polished. That is very That's true. true. Um, uh, oh, Gloomhaven's cool. app was made by Flaming Fowl, uh, which was an, you know after Lionhead imploded, uh, or basically Microsoft shut them down, after, oh my God, there's such an amazing... Somebody should write a book about 
the final days of Lionhead. Uh, but anyway, uh, some of the guys I knew, um, including my lead scripter, Mike West, uh, who uh, got together, starred Flaming Fowl, and they uh, they had actually, they were working on, they, they got the rights to Fable to make an online card battler, you know, a Battlestone-style thing set in the Fable universe. And that was actually pretty nice. And uh, they were able to leverage that into doing the full digital app for Gloomhaven. And it's amazing. Everybody agrees. A lot of people say, well, I will never play Gloomhaven again. I will only play this app version of it. Uh, to say app is not right. I mean, it's it got the full production. It's it is a triple A co- computer get video game. So yeah, I mean, I I, I know uh, I know several of the uh, founders. And um, awesome. Yeah, and actually, when they were doing the Fable game, they actually reached out. Hey, I know it's a video game, and you mostly do board games, but it's 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 kind of a video game. It's kind of a board game because it's a battling card game. And so one of the actually that is the only video game run through I have ever done is for Fable Legends, I think is what it was called, oh, which is okay. what they did before they got the Gloomhaven. Nice. All right. Uh, here's uh, interesting from uh, Fem Sensei. They say, "Have you thought about mind management as a live play, the world against Rado?" Wow. What? That is an interesting one, right? That could be a possibility. I mean, uh, I mean, that's a, it's a busy board though. Yeah. And I mean, I think you need to be zoomed in a lot of the time. So that would kind of make it tough. It's interesting. It would probably work better for the audience to be the person on the run because no, no. How would you, how would you do that? Yeah, oh, that's tricky. It's an interesting idea. Yeah, I, I mean, and mind management yeah. is a brill. It is the best hidden, you know, chase a, a hidden, you know, Scotland Yard style game there is. Period. Right. Second to none. That's cool. an interesting idea. Um, yeah, I shall consider. Um, re- yeah, uh, real quick, I'm dropping a link, folks. Uh, for those of you who oh, are yes. still with please, us, thank you for hanging out with us. Um, I just dropped a link to the uh, Uganda Village board game um, uh, convention that they're, we were talking about uh, on Kickstarter there. Please check out that link. And if you're able to do, if you have the means to do so, consider uh, backing that, uh, as uh, Richard did live there, and I'm going to be doing after we go off uh, stream. Actually, here. dirty but, little secret, I didn't finish it because I realized, oh, crap, I'm on the Calibri browser, and the Calibri browser doesn't have my credit card stored. And I'm like, oh, am uh, I going to okay. go up and get my credit card and type it in manually? Yeah. No, I'm not. But I am still going to do it. I yeah. am going to donate a hundred bucks to that. <laughs> um, and cool. yeah, please, you know, literally, I mean, if you have the means, you know, uplift those kids, make their lives a bit better, you know, and, and, and enrich their brains, and you know, maybe make a, a few lifelong board game fans out of it too. It's all yeah. win-win-win. Like, yeah, it is all win-win-win. And again, we don't know. Maybe we have the next Alexander. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, mm-hmm. so we we will see. Okay, as far as questions, I don't see any other uh, looks, questions. Yeah, it looks like or... you, we plowed through them. So, we yeah. are Dunsville. Awesome. We will be next week continuing our Top 100 Countdown of All Time. But for now... Oh, and I see I've already got a queue of people asking, um, where was the word said? So, I will have to figure oh, that out and uh, let them know, because uh, you snuck that one in, right? You did get it. You got your purple in somewhere? Yeah, it was in there. Yeah. yeah. I just don't even pay attention anymore, uh, just because... I, I, yeah. Uh, I, I just can trust I, can you. I give a little, talking about secrets, can I give a little secret when I do the word here? Is that, is, what or do you should mean? I not? So there's a certain way that I say the word. Go ahead. Yeah, totally, I'm, totally. I mean, okay, these cool. are these are our hardcore fans. They should get all yes. the extras and all the bennies. Yeah, if, yeah, you know, if you've been here for like almost over two hours, you deserve exactly, it. Exactly, so, exactly. Folks, uh, you can, like, there's a certain way I, I'll say the secret word. If it's me, you know, again, we we don't know, or you, you all know who's going to say it. If it's me, I pause right when I say the word. I will say, like, when I said it today, I was saying yellow, blue, or purple. 
like that. That's how I said it. So just oh, really? watch, listen for that pause and you'll find it, folks. Every time I do that, I've actually, yeah, I, I've done it every single time. I will do some kind of slight pause just to, you know, a little shout out to y'all. So now you know the secret when I say the word, folks. I will not do that. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's not like I'm actively <laughs> trying to hide them or anything. I, mean, I always feel like it was saying I'm so incredibly obvious and I, I just, you know, and I understand it's yeah. not, and it's just, all I can hear is yep. my own voice and I'm, yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. okay. Well, let's see. So you gave a little bit of extra help, but again, folks, if you're a subscriber uh, not a follower, but a subscriber, just whisper me right now. And after I figure it out, I will let you know. So you don't have to worry about it and no ads too, but who Royal, who are oh, we going to raid? Um, uh, that's a great question. I'm going games. to the board games section right now. Yeah. Who do there you like? are. I have no idea who Team Covenant is. They're playing Team Covenant. Something. They uh, they are an online store, uh, oh. and they do lots of Magic the Gathering sales and Marvel Champions and oh, um, you know, okay. tons of cards, Lord of the Rings card games, uh, okay. and they're they're a pretty big deal. What are they playing? Are they playing okay. Marvel Champions? They, it looks like they're doing Magic. I think that's Magic. Yeah, they're mm. looking at the uh, Dark Horses of Flesh and Blood. The Dark Horses of Flesh and Blood. Yeah. Well, do you want to do that? Let's do it. Okay, then let me find the big button again. And let's see, it's a team cove, right? Team, yep, there we go. Team's coming in. Only yep. 20 people. Folks, go say hi. Please let them know that I am a super... I, I Honestly, I don't remember these guys' names, but every once in a while when um, new Ma uh, Marvel Champion stuff comes out, the, the two of them will just do these long, epic, three- or four-hour things. They get thousands and thousands of hardcore viewer views. They really know their stuff, and they really dive deep into the Marvel Champions, which is something I absolutely love. Um, nice. Also, uh, not for nothing, um, go join Forest of Glass after you're done with the raid and go check out the um, completion of the epic R2-D2 Lego creation uh, that somebody I know um, did with his wife recently. Have you finished yeah, it? We're, with the, we're the last just, episode? Uh, we are actually just halfway over uh, building oh my R2. Here, real quick. Yeah, let's take a look, Elu. Here, here's where R2 on, is hold right on, now. Hold folks. on, hold uh, on. Real focus. Real, there we go. Yeah, so yeah what's with all right those now. innards? That's a pretty yeah. articulate innards for that thing. There's over 2,200 pieces in this R2-D2. <laughs> and we're, yeah, we're doing it one one bag at a time, my friend. Oh, one episode where's a bag, do, I see. Yeah, we do actually two bags. Me, Michelle does one bag, I do another, and we put it together. We're on bag seven and eight. There are 13 bags total. We're hoping to finish it by this week. Oh, my God. And here's the thing. I just found out, thanks to a, a, a very kind viewer, uh, they messaged me privately and said, hey, Ruel, did you know there's something, after you build the R2-D2, they have a, a third-party company put together a light and sound thing that you can put on there. So it actually has lights and sound. <laughs> it's amazing. I'm I'm loving it. Michelle and I have had so much fun. It's Again, it's not nothing board game related, but it's super chill stream. Thank you, Forest Glass, for uh, watch. I mentioned that. And uh, just... I had to throw it out there. Cool, I, cool, I, cool. I love Star Wars. What awesome. Gonna say? Awesome. Well, okay. we are going to raid. Folks, whoever gets over there, um, even if you don't stick around, let them know Rado really appreciates the stuff they do. As a big Marvel Champions fan, I, I think they're great. And uh, I'm going to hit the big purple button right now. There we go. I think I did it. And did it work? And stuff is happening. Uh-oh. It says I'm raiding with a party of 62. Okay. But it's taking a while. And I, I think they just went... Off. Oh no! Oh, so oh, no. we are hosting. What happened? Wait, oh, I don't know. I don't know what ha what's going on because 
Yeah. Yeah, because I, I should be seeing them in my window. I'm seeing me. Yeah. Uh-oh. Twitch. Oops. Team Covenant. Oh, wow. All right. So yeah. we just raided ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Yep. Can yeah. They literally they just went offline. Just that in, oh, in the time God. it took us to talk about it. All right. Then back yeah. to the okay. old drawing board. What else do we have? Um, let's see. Our friends, the losers are there. There's a guy named time roller. He plays board games. I don't know what he's playing today. Let's see. Time roller. What are you playing? Just says board games. Mm. It's alive and trying to kill us. I have no idea what game that is. All right. And of course I'm watching an ad right now. Of course. Uh, t- 10 more seconds and I'll, I will figure You'll out. Let us know. Playing. Yeah. Yeah, he plays a lot of board games though. He's seriously he streams like almost every night of the week. It's, oh, it's wow. crazy how much he streams. Yeah. Um it's a smaller channel. Uh seems like a really nice guy and uh he is playing Living Planet, which I have no idea. Ooh, like that's a brand new hot one. Oh, okay. That's cool. a good one then. Okay. All right. Uh, let's yeah. do that. What what was the name again? Uh Time Roller. Time, time and then R O L E R 1 L. Not is that two, two words? Oh no, one word. Okay, I got him. Yeah, yeah, one yeah. Word. This is such a pretty looking game and it looks like he's just getting into it. Yep. Good call. Yes. Okay. Oh, oh no, oh no, I'm thinking of a different one. This Oh, this is a big heavy super crunchy game. Um, oh, really? Oh yeah, yeah, I've yeah. I've heard of it. I was thinking okay. of a different one that had planet in the title. But yeah, I remember looking at this a few years ago at Essen and my head almost exploded. So this is definitely probably oh, one nice. worth lo- checking out too. So, okay. um good luck to Time Roller. Let's uh push that button, shall we? Okay. okay. We are getting Here ready to raid in um 6 5 4 3, three two, two 1 1. Raid now. All right. Did it raid. And uh, who knows if it'll work because, I mean, can uh, somebody yeah, who's raided did. themselves raid somebody? It yeah, looks, it raided. It did? It, it did work that time? Yeah. Because I see yeah. no evidence that it worked here. I think I'm in a weird state now. Oh, it is weird because it only has 10 viewers. So I think the majority of viewers are on the other channel and then the 10 that stuck with us are here. <laughs> okay. Well. Interesting. Anyways. Yes. Um. Hey, that doesn't always work. Okay, but I just I just went to twitch.tv slash Rado runs through. Oh, yep. And we just raided. Okay. Okay. Only ten viewers made it through. Sorry. Okay. But um Oh well. Oh well. Next time we'll cat well next time we just have to be a bit more decisive, I guess. But okay. Yeah. It's good yeah. to talk to you. Okay. I'll see you again next week, man. I'm gonna no, hit the big you. red button now. All right, cool. Bye bye. In stream.